Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. Greetings to all you newly nervous NFL coaches out there. <laughs> Don't get your emails leaked. Yeah, somebody's uh, kind of stepped in at hardcore this week. No, man, that was just a spam folder. That was not yeah. me. No. That, was, that was not me. I was hacked. I was uh, hacked. Yes. It was the Russians. It was, was the Ruskies. <laughs> it was Shannon Sharp. <laughs> it was Vince McMahon. He was trying to get his XFL back up and running. Yeah. So, and, yeah. In, in case uh, nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about, oh, Chucky got... Uh, Got zucked. Got axed. I guess. Yeah. He got axed for uh, nefarious emails that uh, surfaced, yeah, surfaced at a surprising time. Yes. Years out of later. nowhere. Out of nowhere. And we'll get more in depth on that a little later on in the show. But uh, yeah, NFL's clearing house. I guess, I guess uh, being the coach in Sin City isn't actually anything to do with being a coach in Sin City. Right, right. Um, you, you cannot sin. No, in Sin City. No, no. NFL is trying to rebrand in a very poor manner, and we will unpack that one in just a little bit. But unpack. Speaking of people getting canceled, or at least attempts at cancellation, and you know we're recording midweek, so this isn't breaking news. This uh, this isn't happening up to the minute. No, well, we we definitely mentioned we were going to bring it, or no, actually we, we did. Did we? Okay. We did. Yeah, we mentioned that we were going to bring it up, so we did prepare you. Yeah, on last week's episode, I think two out of the three of us, Arona and I, had already watched the Chappelle special, the closer or whatever the fuck yes. it's called. And Dougie had not yet seen it. I have seen it now. He has now seen it. But in that time while we were waiting, and I'm glad that we did now, oh my, my, my. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. The aftermath. <laughs> it turns out not only old white football coaches are catching shit, uh, trainees be pissed. Yeah. Well, you know. And people that speak for them and other people that want to be them and I think feel that somehow their life is incomplete because they are not them. It appears trannies are always pissed. Yeah, they're pretty uh, upset. <laughs> they're pretty upset. I mean, for <laughs> having found your truth, apparently that carries along with it quite a bitch mode. Well, you know, the first sign of somebody that I really want to pay attention to is a total lack of humor and the ability to laugh at themselves. Apparently, trainees, not a not a very uh, robust sense of humor. Yeah, which, yeah. And you would think, you would think that if you're going to exchange out body parts and start being something that you weren't born at, like, you would probably need to have a pretty good sense of humor well it's think. Chappelle's one of one of the things he said in a previous special and he's like he kind of got to admit it's a hilarious situation <laughs> yeah, right. that, yeah. Is. yeah. that is yeah. it's naturally funny yeah. you know why because everything that's funny is outside of the norm normal shit just isn't funny the only way that you make normal shit funny is if you talk about it in an abnormal way yes if I just go hey guys uh how about that weather out there today? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, well, <laughs> sun was really shining. Are you feeling? Are you feeling well, Jim? Yes. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, no, please, please clap. You know, then I would turn into Jeb Bush. But no, Dave Chappelle, his entire fucking career 
has been talking about things that everyone's thinking. But won't say. But never brave enough to talk about. Yeah. Well, because of self-preservation and wanting to keep their job and not have a lynch mob show up outside their house. Or not have your emails leaked. Exactly. Yes. However, I got to say, when I, so we can actually get into what our thoughts were and I've got clips. We'll, we'll dig into them as they come up in conversation. I, my reaction watching the special was not that impressed. It was funny. It was, it it wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be with it being the closer of his, but at the same time, everything that he said in it was funny. It was funny. Yeah, it was decent, but like, I'll, I'll, I'll put it to you this way and I'll be honest. I'm pretty sure that my reaction to it has been, my bias has been skewed over the last week and a half, two weeks based on a lot of what has come out about it and not so much the, you know, from the Hollywood reporter or variety magazine or all these fucking crazy blue haired bitches on Twitter, losing their fucking (laughs) shit. Uh, I don't give a fuck about any of their takes. I'll laugh at them and I'll bring them up and we'll mock them uh, as I am known to do. But my thing of it is it felt lazy in parts. A lot of it did. Yeah. Because if anybody watched his last special, his actual special, not that 848, whatever the fuck it was, the the George Floyd Memorial, right, right. Uh, you know, in his backyard, but his actual last stand-up special, it, uh, like, it felt like 80% of it was just rehashing all of that. Just re regrading that area. Well, I think I think he was trying to answer all the shit that he got from that. Mm-hmm. And well, and I and I get that. I get it because he did catch a lot of shit and, for that one. Yeah, and, yeah. And he's catching a lot of shit for this but one. Too, I mean, but. he did mention, you know, going into this special. I want to say it was within the first ten minutes. I've got an agenda. This right, special, right. And now I know to you, Jim, I said, you know, back when I first saw it, I was like, dude, that was not good. And, you know, granted, I was watching it like 7 a.m. after no sleep. But after watching it a second time and kind of um, sitting with it for a second, I it was funnier, but it really does feel like the entire special he's on a soapbox. And so, I mean, there's some jokes, but yeah, it, you can well, tell he's got his agenda. Yeah, he's kind of he's he's kind of defending himself is what he's doing. Yeah, and, that's my and, problem. And, and, is you I don't, know, you, no, and I you, and I get what you're you saying. Don't take an entire special to do that. You right, hammer it out in the right. first 10, 15 minutes, right. and then you move on to some other shit that's right. funny. Right. Is my is my wish of what that would right have been. and but what the way i see what he did and and uh, dude i hats off to him um i think that it took that much time for him to get his point across you know what i'm saying i don't think yeah. he could have i don't think he could have done what he did on uh, during the whole special in 10 minutes i yeah. don't think he could have done that no it was a very Chappelle special right right it but, was not a gym special yeah but if it was just, a gym I'm, special well <laughs> you hear this podcast right, listeners right. i would have just hammered it right out of the gate and been like all right moving on <laughs> yeah I, well I'm, I'm just i'm just saying he's trying to define himself as a person as the way he he views things and he did that in a, a very funny and 
thoughtful way i thought you know on the on the yeah and even my wife she was like you know she didn't think it was that funny but she was like well his last one was a lot better than that and i was thinking you know well i get it i get what he was doing as a comedian and an artist that is getting so much shit because he did you guys remember how much shit he got from the last special i mean he got a lot of shit and he came out on this one and he didn't really apologize he didn't he he never apologized he never said i'm sorry that i hurt your feelings or any of that shit he just explained in a funny way the way he feels about the shit and i get what you're saying though i do i do get it i mean of the whole series of comedy specials to end with this was kind of a bummer well and this is just the end of his run with this current netflix Netflix. agreement sure there's nothing that says there won't be another another 10 special agreement with netflix or five with uh hbo HBO, or something that he has on his own website which if i were him that's what i would do there's a lot of comedians that are doing that entirely where they're owning everything um like for example we mentioned this right before we went on jim brewer is about to release a special that he recorded earlier this year and He's got a podcast about it now, and his first episode, he was talking about what led up to how he got the the idea to record his own shit and own it all, right? not license it out to Netflix, HBO, or any of this shit. And he was thinking about it, and if anybody remembers, Jim Brewer went on tour with Metallica, I think, in 2018. Oh, yeah. And was their opener. Got to meet the crew, the band, all that. And when you're on the road for that long, traveling as far as they did you end up spending far more time with the crew. And a lot of times you don't think about that. You just think, oh, I'm going to be with the band. Right. And he made good friends with a lot of the production crew. Yeah, and Metallica, sure, yeah. there's two bands that have probably the most professional outfit as far as touring musical acts, and it's Metallica and Fish. As far as their capabilities, doing live streaming and 4K, he was thinking, well, how do I do this to where I own everything? And so he just called Metallica's manager and said, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Is there anybody that you could recommend? Long story short, he got the same crew that films every Metallica concert to film his special. So it's going to be top tits production level, and he owns it entirely. Right, yeah. So he's going to make every penny from that because he's already paid the crew out of his own pocket. Right. So I I see Chappelle going in the same direction. Um, He'd be smart to do it that way because that way i don't think that he will necessarily do a special where he's going on an explanation tour i think he'll mm-hmm. be funnier right, right because let's think about it in the history of Chappelle's specials they've gotten less funny and more preachy right more social right. commentary if you could right. if you think about it killing them softly that was that's one of the best comedy specials of all time right agreed yeah, yeah. oh hell yeah. yeah and that shit's 20 years old mm-hmm and ever since then, they've gotten, well, let's just be honest, worse. But even his worst one isn't bad. I'm not saying anything derogatory sure. in that manner. Oh, it's it's hard to hold him up against the classic. But I mean, I would agree that they have steadily started degrading. But that does, I mean, his degradation compared to, I mean, he's top tier. His shittiest stuff is funnier than most other comics. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, than their best yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean Exactly. Yeah. And I stand solidly with you guys on that. I'm not I'm not saying that he's a bad comic. No, sure. I, I I get what you're saying, man. He is and the, a lot of that's maturing as a person too, you know, because when he did 
you know, when you're talking about killing him softly, he was a young, yeah, trying to make a name for himself and did it. And I mean, did it in a huge way, in a way that not a lot of people can do. Yeah. Like Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy did the same shit with Delirious. To me, when you're talking about just fucking straight up funny shit, Delirious is probably the one that I know almost word for word the whole show mm-hmm. it, that's how good it was same way with killing him softly he pulled an eddie murphy mm-hmm. he basically pulled yeah. an eddie murphy but what eddie murphy did different is eddie murphy went into movies eddie murphy did delirious and raw and raw was not as good as delirious even though it was great it mm-hmm. was funny as hell his next one it didn't quite make it up to that first one yeah and Chappelle stayed in stayed in stand up the whole way you know, I mean, he didn't really. Well, he had Chappelle's show come closely after, and also, um, uh, God. Uh, but he was still the, doing the movie. But he was still doing stand up. He, he was still doing stand up. Half the whole baked time. was before Chappelle's show. Yeah, I know, but it was wasn't it after killing killing him softly? Just a little bit after. Mm, I'd have to look it up. I know Killing Him Softly came out basically in the peak height of Chappelle's show. Yes. Yeah. Which means he probably recorded it while he was doing Chappelle's right. show. So and, he, the, and the show was just coming out, but it wasn't the monster that it was. And that's what I'm saying. He was still doing stand-up even when he was doing the Chappelle show. Yeah. He yeah. was still a stand-up. And, and Eddie Murphy got out of stand-up. You yeah. know, he, he totally, you know, waxed that. So when you stay in something, like, that's a hard game, man. Comedy stand-up comedians to deliver like Carlin and Robin Williams and all all these great great fucking comedians that over the span of their whole career just amazing specials you know you mm-hmm. go from one special to another special to another special, and they're all fucking excellent yeah that is a hard hard fucking standard to and a hold, cra- to keep up with you know a crazy thing also is that Chappelle on this last special and before that has said this shit is too easy now for me right. and I, I love hearing that from him because from anyone else it would appear arrogant right but it's not arrogant coming from him uh so th- well I think that's because everybody falls over themselves to to suck the dicks of the highest name comedians mm-hmm. uh, and they they're they're more willing to just put them on Mount Rushmore of comedy right. way easier now than they ever have been because of podcasts. And a lot of, of it is because of Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's comedy ain't good compared to uh, his fight commentary is much better. His podcast is better. His his comedy's kind of... I love his comedy, personally. <laughs> it's, it's lower brow in sure. a lot of ways. It's a lot of stool humping right. is the com- comedian comedian's term for fucking mailing it in all right but he'll fill up madison square garden for as many days as he wants to do it right because he's a name now and so everybody will will give him that grace i think Chappelle falls into that once you start hearing other comedians that you find funny always just talk about oh david tell oh louis ck bill burr right and and all these other guys that no matter they can do no wrong in other comedians eyes i think they get passes that they've earned but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're getting any better. Right. And that's why it makes it that much harder to constantly deliver yes. Yes. year after year after year. Sure. I'll put Bill Burr up there. Yeah, Bill Burr. Oh, yeah. Bill Burr has not done a flop special yet. No. Neither has Jim Jeffries. Not at all. Jim Jeffries hasn't either. 
There's Jim, um, Je- the the thing about the thing I like about Jim Jeffries. <clears throat> now I know we're getting off on a tangent here, but Jim Jeffries to me is he will go after things kind of in a Chappelle way. He will go after things that nobody else will fucking touch. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean he he'll he will say shit in his live shows that are just fucking insane you're like holy shit you still feel that way about him in the last two specials i fucking hate him now (laughs) because to me it's fucking hilarious go back and listen to his specials ripping on america for all their all their stupid guns and it's like how's australia doing there bucko yeah oh yeah yeah. you're not there because (laughs) well they have fallen into absolute uh but but that but that's still that's part of his thing you know he's he's a comedian dude he's gonna Make fun of whatever the fuck he can make fun of. Yeah. Yeah. He's still but, an awesome comedian. Yes. Yes. I've, I've just gotten to where, and this is not anything that's good, but it's just where I'm at and it's true. I've gotten to where I don't, I don't laugh at leftist comedians. I, cause I can't, cause I just don't see it the same way they do. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um, and there's a lot of leftism in comedy yeah. and, 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 and entertainment in general is a lot that way where it's like, Okay, uh, we know where this is going. Okay, so Big Orange Man is the reason why everything's fucked in your life. Okay, I got it, got it. Not funny, because a lot of times they, they came down to the lowest common denominator of what everybody was bitching about. And it's like, uh, well, the, make the, it funny. Yeah. Don't, fun- don't just use this as a soapbox. The yeah, funny yeah. thing, the, the, though, with Jim Jeffries to me, though, is I almost feel like he's misappropriating leftism if i can say it that way because now sure he had his gun thing that he talked about and he had an issue here and there but for the most part he was not leftist prior to his show coming out on comedy central yeah, until he got money and then he got exactly. elitism and then he forgot where he fucking came from and that's why i, I think he's those people. yeah yeah, um, that's why I say I think he kind of misappropriated leftism. And the main reason why I like Bill Burr is he'll stop in the middle of an, saying something opinionated, and he goes, "Ah, but what the fuck do I know?" Yeah, sure. Well, I'm just well, a, I'm just a fucking guy that tells dick and fart jokes, uh, and and somehow I made that a career. And see, that's my favorite comedian of all time is Carlin, and and Carlin yep. Carlin was he was the master of making fun of it all. It wasn't left. It wasn't right. Yeah. It, it was just fucking funny. That mm-hmm. shit was funny. Yeah. You know, and he did that shit all the way up to, you know, a year before he died. He did his last special, you know, and it was still and, funny and as it was all still hell. funny as shit. He, you know, he's like, and because he's talking about what it is to be an old man, you know, I can shit on myself and, you know, yeah. I could, and nobody cares. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I could shit in my pants because here's the thing. It's not like because I'm I'm shitting on leftist comedy that that automatically means that I would like a MAGA comic. No, they're just as cringe, probably more. Um, That's I, what I'm I, saying. When you take somebody that can do it without it leaning either left or right, correct. That's the that's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. And Carlin was a fucking master at that. And so go, getting back to Chappelle, I thought that there were times where. And this is part of his mastery as far as telling stories and setting up a a dynamic of his show. He right. gets you thinking one way as he's telling this story, and there's a few little, you know, applause moments, right. laughter moments, whatever. And then at the end, 
He'll swing it all the way back and be like, you thought I was going here. Well, I got you, bitch. Ah, yeah, fuck yeah, you yeah. know, whatever. And it makes everybody go, oh, fuck, I can't believe I fell for it. Because there's so much content from Chappelle out there, I don't get those moments that much anymore because I already know what to wait for and kind of, okay, this is a setup. Just wait until I wanted to see if he can hit that counter punch and really make it land. Um, So the newness is kind of worn off of it. But one thing, as I was watching it, I laughed out loud and I watched it by myself. And yeah. to laugh out loud by yourself, that's a legit reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's easy to laugh when you're in a theater with a bunch of a other few hundred other laughing. people all yeah. laughing. It's it's very different to watch comedy in person than it is to watch it on your couch. Right. Yeah. It's you're very atmospheric. A lot more involved. Mm-hmm. You're feeding off. I mean, it, you're in a good mood. Everything's everything's funnier in person. I'll put it to you that way. And there's a handful of times I laughed out loud, but I just wish that it would have been maybe something a little different than something that we'd already heard, but we already covered that. The one thing I will say that I noticed immediately, and I've only seen a handful of people point it out, was, you know, he recorded it in Detroit and he had a majority, what looked to be a black crowd. All right. A smattering of whites. (laughs) Except for the, the, uh older frumpy mom and her daughter with the purple hair <laughs> that shit stood out to me immediately oh hell yeah before well, he even was, started she had purple hair man how could that not stand out before I mean, he even started scowling yeah before he even started ripping into the whole trans thing i just saw that and i was like oh those are plants those are pro- trans plants yeah, yeah. those yeah. are <laughs> transplants those are <laughs> Those people did not buy a ticket with a hope of having a good time. Right. They came in because they wanted to get upset. And I got to give Chappelle credit. He never, at least in the special and the, and the, and the cut that made it to Netflix, right. never acknowledged him. And I, that kind of actually bums me out. I kind of wanted him to go in on him. Um, but he didn't. But the camera sure the fuck noticed him every single time oh, it yeah, showed yeah. that three-quarter shot back yeah. out into the fucking yeah, audience. from the back. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. oh, my God. There they are. <laughs> These people are fucking... They never laughed once. Yeah. <laughs> they never even nodded in agreement like, oh, well, he's making a point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See, I feel like they actually were warm up until he made the joke about um, Trump uh, people. Mm-hmm. Um, right around, and that was like within the first 10 minutes. And then from there on, they were stone cold. Yeah. I'll have to go back and rewatch it from the beginning just to see their reactions. But, uh, I never picked up on them having any level of a good time. Anything more than just, uh, I know he's about to say it. I know this is about to say something I don't like. <laughs> you could just see it. Yeah. Inside of them. Yeah. So I have a few clips here. And I think this is about where I noticed the camera was spending a little bit more time freeze framing on these two chunky broads. Powerful than me. And they've canceled people that are more powerful than me. They canceled J.K. Rowling. My God, J.K. Rowling wrote all the Harry Potter books by herself. She sold so many books, the Bible worries about her. (laughs) And they canceled her because she said in an interview, and this is not exactly what she said, but effectually, she said, gender was a fact. And then the trans community got mad as shit. They started calling her a turf. 
I didn't even know what the fuck that was. But I know that trans people make up words to win arguments. <laughs> yeah, they do. I wonder what I So I looked it up. <laughs> TERF is an acronym. Stands for Trans Exclusionary Radical Feminists. This is a real thing. This is a group of women that hate transgender. They don't hate transgender women, but they look at trans women the way we blacks might look at blackface. It offends them. Like, ooh, this bitch is doing an impression of me. <laughs> now, I shouldn't speak on this because I am not a woman, nor am I a trans. But as we've established, I am a feminist. <laughs> I agree. I agree, man. Gender is a fact. You have to look at it from a woman's perspective. Look at it like this. Caitlyn Jenner, whom I've met, wonderful person, Caitlyn Jenner was voted Woman of the Year. Her first year <laughs> as a woman. Ain't that something? Beat every bitch in Detroit. She's better than all of you. Gender is a fact. This is a fact. Every human being in this room, every human being on earth, had to pass through the legs of a woman to be on earth. That is a fact. Yes, right. it is. So I'm that's, a turf. Mm -hmm. that's damn near all my clips rolled into one because uh, I'm not good at show prep. <laughs> but anyway, there's a lot to un unpack there. Uh, first, the J.K. Rowling thing. Mm -hmm. I thought that was the dumbest shit ever. Oh, but yeah. then again, I think most activism and uh, and shit like this is the dumbest shit ever because it's literally people making up things to be upset about so that they can validate their existence and somehow eke out some purpose on this planet because they're just miserable inside their own bodies. I get it. I just think it's fucking retarded. Relates well, no, to a lot that we have to talk about yeah, tonight. Uh -huh. that, re that, that relates to a lot. But yeah. if you actually read what J.K. Rowling wrote, I cannot imagine why any... I mean, I, I certainly understand she went against um, you know, being trans in the spirit of it. But for the most part, she was also very sympathetic to the emotional state that you must be going through. She was sympathetic to a lot of things. Yeah. And she didn't really say anything all that inappropriate. It, so, I mean, I really don't understand uh, where they came down on her. I do. <laughs> I, didn't well, at, I, 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 I didn't at first, but I, I do because... I understand based on how they've been doing what they've been doing and how aggressive they are over the top with things that are not that offensive. Sure. Well, yeah, because leftist progressive ideology is a hundred percent or nothing. If you're not a hundred percent on board with whatever new bullshit they come up with that you weren't aware of six months ago, then you're a hundred percent out. And point oh 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 one percent of the population is trying to look, uh, <laughs> I've said w yeah. we've talked about trans mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. on here. There are babies that are born where doctors choose what the gender is going to be. Mm -hmm. They're born with both organs. Hermaphrodite. Yeah. Yes. And they don't know if it's a female or a male. Now, sometimes they fuck up and they give a girl a, a dick or they give a boy a vagina. Mm -hmm. And those kids 
you will know pretty quickly as they're growing if you fucked up or not, if you made a mistake. Now, to me, this is just me. This is just me. Uh, you know, hate me if you want to hate on me. If you are Caitlyn Jenner, mm -hmm. okay, prime example of what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. If you're in your 50s and you say, hmm, I think I want to be a woman. That is a mental issue. That's a mental, something is mentally wrong in your head to, to, to say, I'm going to be a woman now. I've been a man for 50 fucking whatever years. Yeah. Now I'm going to be a woman. Yeah. That's I've a mental I've, health I've issue. I've nutted in a lot of women <laughs> yes. and I've created life based on my male biology. Right. I'm going to choose to live the rest of my life out as a woman. Right. That's a choice. Exactly. Well, and, and that it is. It's yeah. a choice. And if somebody makes fun of that, like to me, it'll always be Bruce Jenner. I don't give a sure. fuck if he's got tits. And Going I don't old care school. If, I don't care if he goes. Doug. I don't care if he goes all the way. Hey, I don't hate, give a fuck. Hey, you hey, dead hey, name hey, are you? He's on, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying yeah, he's on the he's on the Wheaties man. box. You know, he's yeah. a, dude. When I was a kid, he won the fucking decathlon. I mean, it. I will never see him as anything but Bruce Jenner. Yeah. Now, before he became a woman, he looked kind of weird for a long time. I mean, he, he, he was in murky waters. Yeah, sure. he was. He was, sure. he was. he was. He was. He was definitely in some murky water. But at the same time, I don't care that he wants to live as a woman, and I don't think anybody should care. I wonder, and and I don't think that he should. Mm -hmm slam anybody that doesn't believe he should be living as a woman yeah because when you take people and you put them in a fucking box of trans or gay or whatever and that box lashes out at everybody else and says you need to treat us this way you need to treat us that way you need we need rights to do this we need rights to do that you have the same rights as everybody. Yeah, everybody sure. has them. Everybody has the same rights. If you want to become a woman, you can do that. You have the right to become a woman, but you don't have the right to, if somebody makes fun of you becoming a woman, you don't have the right to shout that fucker down so much that he is canceled. Yeah. That you you don't have the right to do that. To the that, points where they lose a, a job. A job or, to, or a career. Yeah. Now there are things to lose a career over, raping sure. women with yeah, when you're fucking putting, uh, when you're putting pills in their drinks which you know, I mean, Bill Cosby didn't lose his career yeah, over that. Physical he, assault, he, sexual he, assault. Yeah, sexual things, assault. Yeah, actual force against others. Yeah, sure. Words exactly. aren't force. And that's the whole point is like uh, real quick, I just want to read a, a quick quote from Chappelle that kind of echoes what you're saying. Right, And he says, quote, I support anyone's right to be who they want to be. My question is, to what extent do I have to participate in your self-image? There you go. That's, that's, exactly. perf that's perfectly. That's the easiest exactly. way to put it. Um, and that's pretty much the whole thing. Yeah. Everything else beyond that should be open for conversation, jokes, debate. Yeah. And tearing down, it. building up, whatever you want to do. But this is the whole thing with me is this whole leftist uh, uh exalting every making so many different minority groups to to then say well we need to support them 100% we need to support them 100% if you you can't yeah no, no you, you can't. can't support everything all the time and never make a mistake right. based on arbitrary 
rules and boundaries that are constantly changing. You're always going to fuck up. You, so therefore, you you have to allow people to be able to say what the fuck they want. Otherwise, you don't have the right to even get a little bit of your your movement going at all. Yeah, your right to express your sexuality comes along with my right to think you look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's number one. Another thing I'd like to say, just going back to uh, Mr. or Mrs. Jenner, is Caitlin never ran over someone. I think that was the allure of becoming Caitlin. There was a comedian who brought that up, so I can't take credit for saying that. But Yeah, buckle yeah. up, buckaroos. <laughs> but... My whole thing, like, I want to stick more on to the ideology, because this is what is coming after him. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this whole turf, I mean, he flat out said, he's like, I didn't know what the fuck that was. Trans exclusionary radical feminist? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what does that even... Well, here's your first problem. You start out as a feminist. You start going down that road and allowing them 100% we can't speak out against them, otherwise I'm a misogynist. Well, then they're going to end up falling into, well, now we got to have the trans included in here. And now people that were born men are now women and you got to accept. No, no, I don't. No, No. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So now, now that we, we went down the yellow brick road, now I'm getting, you know, getting kicked off because, uh, we got lost in the forest and now I, I don't even know where the fuck we're going anymore. The great land of Oz is no longer on our fucking destination list. Right. And so it's just like, well, that's your problem is you try to exalt groups over others to get some level of elevated attention, um, leaving behind everything that happened before, because now this has to be the number one item that everybody cares about as much as I do. And yeah. everybody that is against caring for that shit at all. Yeah. That's the, it's crazy. It's, it, it is, it's like me saying, uh, that everybody should like metal music if you don't like metal music you're not a person (laughs) you're not even you're not even worthy of fucking even being in the same room as me all it gets is will that's how stupid this is to me no no this is my point yeah now i know metal music and trans (laughs) gender is a is quite a step but to me personally it's that stupid it's like for trans people to say like if I see a dude and it's obviously a dude dressed like a chick, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to look at that dude. Look at that guy. Yeah. And uh, if I hurt that person's feelings, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings and I'll apologize to you if I did, but I'm still going to laugh at you. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still going to laugh at it. I'm not. And that's Chappelle. That's Chappelle sure. right there. If you can't laugh at, just like what you were saying earlier, Jim, if you can't laugh at mm-hmm. what is fucking unusual, that it, it that's what makes comedy. That it makes it. It's not normal. It's, it's out of the norm. It, exactly. It's not you're not making fun of, you know, uh a plumber or a fucking What's the you know deal whatever. With airline food. Yeah. yeah. That shit's hack. Yeah. Well, and if you cannot make fun of yourself or you cannot laugh along with others about yourself then that already shows your insecurity. The fact that you have a terrible sense of humor, in my opinion, which you already said, Jim, and that's the biggest thing here to me is 
if your self-identity is so deeply entrenched in everyone else's perception, you're already lost in life. Yes, you are. Exactly. If you care about what other people think about you to the point to where it makes you uh, not be yourself, that something's wrong with you. I've always felt that way. There's so many people in life that I know that put on airs. You know them. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody knows them. They are not their self. And then when their true self comes out, every once in a while, and you see it, you're like, you're I'm like, shocked. that's 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 them. That's them. That's who they are. That's who they are. It's not this shit that they try to portray themselves as mm-hmm. every fucking day. And I'm sure. If they dug into the psyche of people that are transgender or if you make the decision that you're going to be a woman and you're a man and you make that decision, you should be able to be so comfortable with that decision that anything that anybody says to you, whether it's whether they call you a freak or they're laughing at you or whatever, you just roll that shit off like a duck. Yeah, you know, yeah. you roll you, like water off a duck. It, you you should be able if you're not strong enough to do that, then you don't need to do. Then you the, don't. Then you, you don't, don't need, need to, to be do in the fight. Yes. The whole point of being an activist and and all of this dumb shit is demanding acceptance of people that already disagree with you. Right. It's yeah. the dumbest. Th- what it do is. you think's going to happen? Just be honest with yourself. Yeah. You're just. Why a fight. are you demanding acceptance of people that have nothing in common with you? Go go to your get way. Attention. Exactly, which yep. is why they aren't serious people. Mm-hmm. The only the only thing that makes them serious is the fact that there's actual things happening on their behalf that affects everyone that's not them. Because now, not being in line with whatever their fucking flavor of the week is, now gets me in trouble. Right? Yeah, and that's where I have a fucking problem. The, yeah, and that's the problem that we have nationwide, yeah. worldwide. It's my only problem right with now. any of this stuff. Is the reason why I'm against any vaccine mandate is not the vaccine it's the mandate the only reason why i'm against hate crimes is not because of the hate that was involved it's because it's a crime it's a crime (laughs) no need to add any more onto it yeah the reason why i'm against this whole like cancel culture or you can't talk about this is because you're demanding i change how i act think and speak because of how it might make you feel Feel. yes and now feelings are somehow important to the mass general public that we now have to change our actions because we might not make somebody feel good. You might offend somebody. You good shouldn't Lord. go out of your way to be an asshole. You, you have the right to do so, but you're going to isolate yourself from other good, normal people and your quality of life is going to suck. And that's your decision, but you shouldn't be forced to be a good person. That's not what, no. what the fuck do you think? Like, who the fuck are you and where do the fuck do you do you think life is forever right right. yeah no part of my right is to be an asshole yeah if i would like to be an asshole 24 7 that should be well within my rights to do so now also on top of that any of my friends that that tell me oh i got offended by this or i got offended by that how much power do you want to give someone else over your emotions how much power do you want to give someone else over how you experience your life? Because that's all you're doing. Well, that's, we, the, that's the whole yeah. point is they're showing that they are powerless and they're demanding people that they perceive that have power make other people uncomfortable 
so that they can somehow gain acceptance. It's the most retarded thing if you actually think about it in that way ever. And that's why I don't support any of this bullshit. Mm -hmm. I don't think we need more awareness for this or protests for that or marches for this or whatever. I understand a lot of people come from a good place and they're good hearted and they think that they're doing good things for other people. Uh, But the best thing you can do is just live your fucking life and and not let everybody else affect you that much. That's it. Agreed. So live and let live. Speaking of which, Chappelle had this to say in his special, and I think it's a it's a point that people need to be reminded of from time to time. A lot of people in the trans community were furious with me, and apparently they dragged me on Twitter. I don't give a fuck because Twitter's not a real place. Thank you. That was it. That is that's <laughs> all you need. That's all yeah. you need. Yeah. So anybody starting cancel campaigns or hashtag fuck this guy or whatever, who gives a flying fuck? Twitter's not a real place. It's literally where people go to be the most exaggerated version of themselves. Typically, the shittiest version of themselves. But if somebody has a problem and they take to Twitter, that's not news. Now, did you hear about the the news that came from what he just said? About There was only three people on Twitter that did this. <laughs> really? Yes. Three people. One okay. had 100,000 followers. One had like 1,200 followers. And one had like, I don't know, maybe 52 or some shit like that. <laughs> okay. And they started this shit. They, it was three people on Twitter yeah. that had a following of less than 120,000, something like that. I mean, it was, it was insane. It was crazy. Yeah. That's how a lot and, uh, of all this goes. Yeah. And that's why he said, fuck it. Cause Twitter's not a real place. Yeah. And it's not. It's, it's not, not. No, it's by far not. You when you can when one person can start a shit storm and everybody else jumps on the train, you know that's that's just that's just fucking stupid. And it's see, stupid. this is what media is doing to us right now. Oh yeah, it's the fact that a hundredth of a percent of the population that gets bent out of shape gets turned into a bigger percent. Right. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, if there was no backlash from the trans community about d- what Chappelle said in this special. We wouldn't even be talking about it because it wasn't that great of a special to bring up and make a part of the show. It would have just been like, hey, do you guys see Chappelle's latest thing? Yeah. You know, hope, hope he, hope he comes out with some more shit. Uh, maybe some less preachy talky stuff and maybe some more haha stuff. You know, that's it. It's but, just funny that the backlash only came from three fucking Twitter dude. Well, and it, three so people on Twitter. So it's funny because I got a couple of takes from now, much like Chappelle said when he brought up the whole turf thing. Now I can't speak on this because I'm not a woman. However, I am a feminist. Um, the only thing that Chappelle said where I could I could see where people felt like they got a little uh, horn swoggled at the end was was his very end his horn swoggled yeah i'm gonna have to keep that one in my back pocket for use later there's a word you don't hear every day (laughs) but here at the end this was the only part i was like oh god damn it dave any of you who've ever watched me know that i have never had a problem with transgender people if you listen to what i'm saying clearly my problem has always been with white people. I have been arguing with the whites my entire career. And just when I thought I had you guys on the ropes, you changed all the rules. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, motherfucker. Well, I'm a girl now, nigger, and you must treat me as such. <laughs> Call me a girl, nigger. <laughs> See, now so, I love that. <laughs> that is, that's funny. That's funny. The part that's funny is the 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 essence of the joke is that you know people uh you know he calls them white people right but trannies will just change the rules and be like well now you're now you got to step to this yeah, right right and that's what i was just saying a minute ago right but for him to say you know once once i think i got white people figured out now they start chopping their dicks off and calling them woman and, and i was like yeah but no yeah uh yeah, but no. Kind of go fuck yourself a little bit there, Dave. But I know you're a comedian, and this is a joke. Yeah. So I'm not going to start any canceling campaign. Right. But th- that part right there is where I got some feedback from some of my black friends that uh, they didn't like that shit, not one bit. And I'm just going to, I'm not going to say who wrote this because I don't have their permission directly to, right. Right. To, to say who it is, but a black friend of mine. As she was watching the special, commented, good God, are right-wingers desperate? Because one thing that you saw, because he was battling with progressives and leftists, right. a bunch of right-wingers immediately exalted Chappelle as one of their own, which is the dumbest shit. You're only setting sure. yourself up for future failure <laughs> yes. and future uh, heartache. But she comes in, and remember, this is a black woman. This is the same guy who did BLM, the special, a.k.a. 846, or whatever the fuck. A few jokes that makes trannies mad does not a right-winger make. That's a very important lesson to learn. Because a lot of people want to adhere or, or have other people adhere to their ideology if they say something that just happens to overlap with them for just a split second. Right. They want it to be 100% them the right. whole time. And it's like, no. She continues, his argument is that moral structures begin with race and not with gender. And I'm like, that's also a problem. And it's also true because he even said it himself. His entire career has been built on race, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Most comedians talk about the differences in race and they make it funny. But to come out and say that your genuine problem is with this entire other race of people. Right. Ah, <laughs> you, you might you might be losing some along the way, which I don't think he gives a flying fuck about. But No, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> but basically, she, she sees it as, okay, this is how it is. Quote, gays are white when they need to call the police. <laughs> I don't have problems with gays, but if they call the cops, they're basically white people right. to me. They're back to being white. <laughs> so there's an essence of funny there, but, but I can get it. And she, she flat out called him. He's a black supremacist. End of it. Uh, and then she goes, I'm about halfway through, so maybe I'm wrong. And he's got some self-ownership <laughs> material as a closer. We'll see. Not really. She's the one that sent the clip of the end. And she's like, ah, here it is. Here it is. Problems always with Whitey. Everything's about race. Fuck this guy. And I was like, damn. God damn. Wow. And this is a black woman. She's like, right. I don't. She's so over the race thing. Right. That she's like, no. no. Well, see, you got to you gotta look at Chappelle has made most of his career off of race. Mm-hmm. And so... To me, it was just funny. I mean, it was just, it was Chappelle being Chappelle. I get what she's saying. I get it. Because a lot of black people, you know, they are over the race thing. Yeah. But when you built your career on it, 
Yeah, people keep expect beating it. that drum. Yeah, you gotta yeah. keep beating that drum. Yeah, yeah people you can't expect evolve it. beyond yeah, exactly. it, especially when you're literally one of the most elite people right. in your field. That, you, and that's my you, point. T- and I think that's where she got let down. I think right. that's where I got let down. Right. I think that's the entire essence of why I thought this special was subpar. Right. Um. N- for not for anything he said about trainees. Don't right. give a flying fuck. Right. It was the fact that there's been no growth or development if anything i see it as a decline right. from where he started right. to where he is now because he's still beating the same drum right even though his life is so vastly different than right. where he used to be right i mean the dude married an asian right. and made yeah. little blasian babies yeah, right. right but yet he still wants to carry the plight of black people versus white people it's like at some point and this is where i agree with my black friends where they go the more we focus on just race the the further back we keep going right yeah yeah and i agree with that i do i but well the biggest uh, you know again he's made his whole career off of it but uh, the biggest problem that all these movements have is once large corporations take up your cause it is no longer a movement it is a marketing strategy oh absolutely so you it's, cease to mean anything. It becomes brand preservation at that point. Sure. That's all it is. Because any company, first and foremost, is all about preserving their brand well before the consumer ever comes into the yeah. uh, picture. Right. And that's all Chappelle's doing. And, you know, but again, that was my issue with it. I'm not going to start a cancel campaign. All right. Because uh, that's not going to start one. That would be fucking retarded. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a way to be quote-unquote offended which i'm not offended i was just like ah, i was hoping that he would be beyond that right but he's right. not and that's well, fine okay right. there is an argument that can be made that most of that was very tongue-in-cheek sure but i think deep down he truly does hate white people he sees them as actual true racist people now and, I, I, this is the thing i get where he's coming from because at networks where he started, there were a lot of racist hierarchy people. Sure. And I'm sure that's what he's talking about. I don't think he's talking about white people as a general rule. I think he's talking about all the white people that he has dealt with in his career that were blatantly racist, but he had to deal with them to get to the next level, you know? So, I don't know. I do agree with you that it would be nice to see him sure. go to the next level. Yeah. And, and Especially get, at this And point. get off of that. But at the same time, he made his career off of it. I get it. He made a whole career off of it. And it's just a shame, man. I, I, it's, a, I, it's a shame that, that mm-hmm. it's so ingrained and people expect it so much from him that he can't move past it. Yes. Well, and yeah. and that is, that's a shame. Yeah. And, and I, well... I, I will say I, I think where he closed the special, though, I mean, at least with where he summed it up, especially uh, with transgender individuals, was a very important point. Uh, just basically um, the death of a friend that was also part of the community that's lambasting him. Right. So, yeah. And and, and Daphne is who you're talking about. Daphne's yeah. family came out and defended Dave. Like, there's no reason for any of this backlash. This is yeah. part of it. But what they fail to realize is, is they don't care. They will chew that family up and spit them out because yep. they're not going along with their cause. Right. Which is why I think if you have a cause, you're a fucking retard. Yeah. 
um you leave your own people behind yeah <laughs> yeah you'll fucking you'll, you'll just, you devour your own yeah because yeah, your cause becomes more important than the people that you're actually surrounding yourself right. with yep. and experiencing life with uh your ideology is now above other actual people yep. well it's all because of the current modus operandi for all these individuals and that is our words are most important they don't, nobody keeps track of actions anymore. It's all about what you're putting on Twitter. It's all about um, articles that you share and these Facebook articles and all these other things. Nothing about what you do or your uh, metal as a person. And that's what's deeply lacking with our culture right now. Yeah. Well, and, and on top of that, it's also just picking and choosing what you're going to be upset about. Sure. One other thing i want to touch on another response by a another female black individual Hmm. she said dave Chappelle said the worst shit ever about everyone and the only thing being highlighted is his trans jokes he literally (laughs) joked about abusing women the jews rape racism the catholic church and murder which i think was his whole point and i think that's a hundred percent. Yes, the point. Yeah. of the whole thing. All right now, if his desire, if he's this brilliant of a man, that he wanted to throw everything out there equally, just and to just to prove a point, say yeah. now watch what comes back. Right, they already killed my friend over this. Right, let's see if they have the energy to do it again. And goddamn it, they did. Oh, and if you recall, I I want to say it was a second special. You know, that he came out with the Michael Jackson joke where it's like 50% of the people in this audience have been raped, Yeah, yeah. but it was no Mike, Michael Jackson. Right. Well, and right. that joke you would think would have had insane backlash. I mean, there was some, mm-hmm. but comparative to the transgender stuff, not at all. Well, and the point is pretty much made kind of near the beginning where he brings up you know, uh, he he sets up the discussion that right. he's he's uh, negotiating for the release of the baby, right? The baby, <laughs> because yeah. if people aren't aware, the baby, obviously a rap artist, he was down in Miami at a music festival, and he said something to the effect of, "He fell, he slipped and fell, and then he said some crazy shit." I mean, <laughs> he said what he said, and and what he said was, he was talking to his audience, and he said, it basically. Uh, <laughs> If all uh, any of y'all that don't have AIDS, put your lights up. <laughs> any of y'all motherfuckers not out in the parking lot sucking dick, uh, put your lights up. And it was obvious that he was like, I don't have gay fans because fuck gay people. Now he came back and tried to cover it up and say, I don't care about gay fans. I'm sure I got gay fans. I'm just saying mine are high class, which means they don't have AIDS and they don't <laughs> suck dicks in the parking lot. <laughs> and they don't suck dicks in parking lots. They get a nice hotel room. It was his cover up. And they fucking, he got canceled. Uh, I think his management team might have dropped him. I know he got canceled off of Lollapalooza. He yeah. lost a shitload of money. Oh, yeah. Over that. And, but that's, again, if we're to respect culture and different cultures, there's a large swath of the black community that does not play the gay shit at all. No, yeah. And in fact, one might say that the whites, those evil racist whites, are far more accepting of gay gayness, gay culture, gay people. Uh, you know, you're born with it. It's not a choice. That whole idea. White people are 
far more accepting of it than a lot of old school black families and parts of the parts of the country. One it's might one might make the point that anything within the black community that might affect the ability for that community to reproduce is all a ploy against making more black people therefore evil. Yeah, I don't see too many black people protesting outside. I've, of heard, I've heard that but many times before, dude. No, but hold on. I don't <laughs> see that many black people out there protesting in front of Planned Parenthood or trying to shut down abortions. So, eh, I think it's more like they just don't like gay people. Uh, I don't think it has fuck all to do with reproduction. Um, I think it's it's something that makes them uncomfortable, and they are not willing to accept that. I would still make the point. I've heard far way too many people make that point. Well, for it not to be a thing, I would like to. Uh, will the court please find <laughs> Exhibit A of uh, yet another rapper coming to the baby's defense? One there we go, Lil Boozy. And, Lil Boozy, and this is kind of where. I got my take on, uh, well, this is, not everybody's down with this shit. Bitch, go get fucked on TV, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. out, uh, trigger warning, trigger warning. <laughs> everybody not with it. It's, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not cool for everybody. You can't make the whole everybody not on that gay shit. Everybody don't want to get fucked in there. Everybody don't want to suck another nigga dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what you're saying, Boozy. Everybody not with that shit, you know? He goes on for another two minutes, and it gets much worse. Um, <laughs> Why'd you clip it off there, man? I didn't. Uh, um, it's it's a live... It's a screen capture of an uh, Instagram live. Right. And he's walking through right. a hotel, and he's bouncing off Wi-Fi, and it, it goes spotty <laughs> there for a minute. But he goes on to talk about how... He is not apologetic about the idea that, no, fuck the whole gay everything. We ain't about that gay shit. And he's not the only person that has that uh, mentality. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, is There's a fuckload of white people catching a whole lot of shit for not being 100% on board, waving the flag and marching in parades. But nobody's really wanting to address the elephant in the room, and that is... Chappelle does an entire special where he eloquently and thought thoughtfully puts this out mm-hmm. in a in a in a funny and a bridge building right, way. Right. Where there's a whole fuckload of people that still very much don't even want to hear it. Right. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's my point is I think people are picking and choosing who they go after, what they say as to why they go after them. And it's not universal. It's not uniform because none of this shit is, is meant to make sense. No, well, it's a it's Twitter. Like I, like I said, I mean, when, once there's somebody that's outraged on Twitter and that shit keeps getting shared and shared and shared, retweet, 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 it means fucking news. Mm-hmm. That means headline news. It, it's all tied together. It's fucking crazy. It's the dumbest. It's the dumbest shit. You'll hear a story. And it'll be something stupid. And on Twitter, you'll see a, somebody will get outraged about it. And all of a sudden, most of the time, the reason that it catches traction is because people are slamming them <laughs> for what the fuck they said. And people are retweeting it and say, can you believe what this dick just, <laughs> just, this dickhead just said? And that is what causes the, 
mass retweeting of it is because it was so fucking stupid yeah. to begin with. And then the news grabs a hold of it and they say, Oh, this is catchy. This Twitter went ape shit today over this. And then all of a sudden it turns into this big, huge fucking story. Yeah. And it's, it's ridiculous. It mm -hmm. is ridiculous to live in a world that way. It's fucking stupid. And it's the very model of the Chinese social system. Yeah. Yeah. Black yeah. And that's what Chappelle says is when he's talking about, you know, negotiating the release of DeBaby. Right. He says, this dude shot and killed somebody. Yeah. Another human. Yeah. He took another human life Walmart, in a Walmart. In North Carolina. And it had <laughs> zero effect on his career. But he comes out and says two sentences, <laughs> basically, and career over. I'll tell you. I'll tell because you. Because you can kill somebody in this country, but you can't offend a gay person is what Chappelle said. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you something. He's not wrong. Funny. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know baby's daddy. <laughs> oh, okay. I do. Okay. I, know, I know his dad. I uh -huh. do. I know his father. I mean, I've heard, I've heard rumors. Who that, is your that, daddy that, and what does he that do? This, that this is his dad, but uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that. Now, would the would the baby know who he is? <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that. See? See? Uh, jokes, but, jokes are funny because, uh, well, you know, they, they're offensive. Yes. <laughs> a lot of times. But. Those but, are the yeah. best jokes. Are the offensive ones. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's enough of Chappelle. Switching gears just a little bit, but still in the cancellation mode. <laughs> uh, we said it off the top of the show, but uh, yeah, one John Gruden, the former coach of the now Las Vegas Raiders, uh, and also former coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and before that, again, former coach of, well, the Raiders again. The, the uh, other Raiders. There seems to be a repetitious nature in yeah. this, guy's, uh, <laughs> this guy's tenure. Maybe he should just stop doing all of this altogether. Because it seems like they're coming after him. It's just weird to me because the Raiders crowd, it, the biggest fans, I cannot picture being big against anything woke. No, they're pretty rowdy. Really? Yeah, they're, they're, exactly. They're, they're pretty rowdy. So I'm going to go ahead and just set this up based on how the NFL has described it. And I'm going to read an article that comes straight out of Fuck their the offices. NFL. The New York Times... Okay, so there's a New York Times story that came out with a bunch of exposed emails. And so it starts off the top with the New York Times story reported findings of Gruden using, quote, misogynistic and homophobic language over several several years to denigrate people around the game and to mock some of the league's momentous changes. These messages emanated from emails sent to then Washington team president Bruce Allen while Gruden was a Monday night football analyst for ESPN, motherfucker wasn't even a coach at the time. Let's remember that. In these emails, Gruden is alleged to have used homophobic and okay, so homophobic and misogynistic terms to describe NFL commissioner Roger Goodell. Sounds like they're going to need to really hammer in this homophobic and misogynistic to make sure that you don't lose track of why he's in big trouble. Ugh. Gruden also reportedly emailed Allen that Goodell should not have pressured then Rams head coach Jeff Fisher said to draft Michael Sam in 2014. Sam was the first openly gay player drafted by an NFL team. Of course, that's remember that's important. That's important here. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it's funny because it says Gruden also reportedly emailed Allen. 
<laughs> about this player that wasn't on his. It's like, okay, you're, you're farming. In Friday's journal article, it was revealed that Gruden sent an email to Allen during the 2011 NFL lockout that read in part, dumb Boris Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires. <laughs> Referring to Smith. The league and Raiders owner Mark Davis released statements Friday that condemned Gruden's comments regarding Smith. Gruden issued an apology. Shouldn't have done that. Don't issue an apology. Say, I said it, and then fucking walk. Uh, especially if you're financially able to do so. <laughs> if you're not, then sure. Suck dick all the way to your fucking grave. I'm going to somewhat <laughs> double down. Dude has huge fucking lips. Well, you said it, not me. <laughs> See, this is the part I don't want to get stuck on, is the size of the guy's lips. Because nobody gives a fuck. He, could have, he could have no jaw and no lips at all. <laughs> the, the point is obvious that uh, he's making a black joke. I can honestly say that. Mm -hmm. And his lips could literally be the size of his face. And it could be a true statement, but you don't say shit like that without oh, knowing. I'll say it. <laughs> because you're the most racist one in the room. I'm trying to get past. Oh, thank you. Well, you are. <laughs> you say the most racist shit. <laughs> no, I say the most offhand racist shit. I still don't think I'm the most racist person in this oh, room. Oh, let's not forget the colored people. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, uh, that, yeah. That, was, yeah. that was a dark. Yeah. That was a dark like That was a dark thing. moment. My hey, point is. No, no. The smells like Africa thing was a mistake. Yeah, hey, was, you can explain to me all that, day long. Hey, it's a good thing I'm not the one canceling people. Yeah. there's The people that are out there canceling people won't give a flying fuck what your intentions were. Yeah. The the Your racism is widely known. Yes. Yeah. You're white to them. And uh, if you're trying to justify misogynistic and racist comments, then you're no better than John Gruden himself. Okay. <laughs> so that affects me zero. <laughs> so uh, it continues. This NFL article is fucking straight trash. It's more about the reaction to these comments that to I find most entertaining. The thing mm -hmm. I find that is just weird to me. How did these things get leaked? That's my number one fucking question. It all starts out of this whole cancel culture, PC bullshit fucking environment that we are all forced into in areas where it has no place in being, yeah. uh, in my opinion. And that is the name of a football team. This all resulted out of Washington, uh, the Washington Redskins, not wanting to play ball uh, up until recently as far as changing the name of the Redskins. And so they got so much pressure that the NFL then did an investigation on that then owner because they were like, all right, this guy's being a pain in the dick. Let's see what we can find on him. And well, what does the NFL own? Well, they own their offices, emails, the network structure, all that. It's like, well, we have, at, that's our property. We can go into it. And uh, they went digging. They opened up an investigation because they wanted to take him down because they were getting pressure, social pressure by these fucking wokesters to change the Redskins name that once they went through the thousands and thousands of emails, this is what John Gruden of all people is what they land on. Which is crazy to me considering they found emails where basically the owner of the team changed the name sarcastically. He thought it was the dumbest shit ever. It was just like, okay, you want me to do something? We'll call it the Washington football team. Yeah. And, as a joke, basically. Yeah, it's mocking the entire yeah. idea that they aren't able, they weren't able to keep Redskins. But the funny thing is that there's you, there's no way you're telling me 
that three things that Gruden said and thousands of emails over a decade is the only thing in that there they found. Yes. that they were able to elevate to right. some level of, uh, oh, oh shit. If Gruden would not have gone back into coaching and he retired from Monday Night Football, you wouldn't even hear about yeah, this Yeah, you'd never heard about it. Yeah. No, this stuff that they've released, as far as knowing Gruden and the sound clips I've heard over the years, this sounds very tame to me. Yeah. You know, compared to his persona. Yeah. Does anybody remember growing up watching NFL films where they had like the slow motion? Oh, yeah. and it was like on the cold tundra yeah. of Green Bay. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. While I was growing up watching Inside the NFL and watching Sunday Night Countdown or whatever, where they would show, you know, oh, the, the big thing was mic'd up. They started putting yeah. microphones on players right. and referees and coaches. And how many times were you able to get through an entire minute without hearing beep, 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 Do you think they weren't calling each other faggots on the fucking field? Yeah, yeah, I mean, come the fuck on. So he called Roger Goodell a faggot is basically what got him axed. He also said some shit about Biden being retarded, and this was back in 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that they seem to be holding on to is the big lips comment, which to me is just stupid, but it's not worthy of firing somebody no no not at all none of it is no no, no it's all to, fucking to, stupid. this is the thing i would love to see if they're gonna do this to gruden they should demand everybody's emails in the nfl i agree go through all of that shit mm-hmm. and see how much of a league you got left after that exactly see I, I i doubt you'd even be able to fill a bench on one side of a fucking yeah, if, you, if your policies end up equaling no employees, then you don't have a policy much longer because you don't have a company right. anymore. Yeah. To me, Gruden's a sacrificial lamb mm-hmm. of the woke wokeness of the NFL. Yeah. This really is sad. And I think he should fight it. I'm sure he will. I mean, I think he will. I don't know. He he looked kind of defeated, you know, I but th- I was I think he knows that it's just like, okay, this is where we're at. I'm Fuck it. If I was him, dude, I would. I would fight it. I would say, all right, if you're going to bring my emails out in this, I want to see the emails of everything else that was in this investigation. Because I want to see all of it. There's things that were coming out during this investigation that made news, but it because it wasn't socially, uh, what's the word? Acceptable. <laughs> uh, and flammable at the time. Oh, you're right, right. It didn't really go that far. There's reports of the Washington owner forcing women into topless photo shoots with players and staff and out on their boat and doing all this other shit, which, again, um, if they agreed to it and it wasn't against their will, I don't give a flying fuck. Right, right. But if you want to talk about some shit that could get some heat behind it, there's that, and that that's confirmed in the emails. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm able to know in it. Uh, so, yeah, this whole thing is just, it, it's... It's cherry picking one person to be the fall guy. Right. Why it's Gruden, I don't fucking know. I don't either. I, I, maybe, I guess. There's something else. There yeah. has to be something yeah. else going no, on. No, I don't understand any of the actions of the NFL over the last two or three years. It feels to me like they are going just, you know, beyond everything to find shit that their base does not care about. It's, I mean. I can explain why. Well, no, I, I'm sure you can, but I'm just saying most of the audience for the NFL could give a shit about most of the things that they Correct. get on a platform for. Correct. And I'll go back to about 40 minutes ago because it's brand preservation. 
because the majority of the NFL's money that they get no longer comes from fans like us. It comes from TV deals and, you know, 10 year, uh, branding and marketing agreements. And because think about it, all these new stadiums that are being built have more private suites and more exclusive seating areas. Yeah, it's all TV money. Than they ever did before because it's all about corporate partnerships over the long haul, which means you're no longer concerned about the actual outcome and performance of a team for that year. Right. Like you used to be where fans show up based on how we perform, based on our merit. Are we doing our job well? You take the fans out of it and you put guaranteed money for years at a time, the quality of the product no longer matters Yep. because they are getting the majority of their money guaranteed, not from us, but from other corporate donors. Right. So now the true number of people that you have to appease is no longer in the millions. It's about a couple of thousand. And it goes all the way down to the players. Yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It, it so, filters all the way down to the play. And that's why I've said the NFL is fucking trash. And that's why I've stopped giving an actual fuck about how my team, the Falcons, do. Because they they exist in an environment that I myself despise. I can't remember who it was, but someone in the 80s. They were talking about uh, the commercialization of football. Yeah. Because this is when it really started kicking in was in the 80s, the late 70s, early 80s. And um, somebody in an interview said, and I'll never forget this, they said that football was ruined the first time they took a television break. Yeah, they now ruined it's a the television game product. Of, they ruined the game of football the first time that they took a TV break in a game. Yeah, and if you've ever and, been to a game, oh, they're, a, yeah, they're fun a, as shit. Until you, the game has to stop because they have to get their commercial fill in. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are you shitting me? Because it immediately becomes apparent. Especially, right. like, when you're at home, it might not hit as hard. Right, because you're watching all the fucking commercials go by. Yeah. Oh, and plus you're programmed. Right. To accept it. Right. And to expect it. Yeah. But when you're there in the flesh, it stands out sore as fuck. Because oh, a yeah. guy has to come out onto the field to stop play. Sorry, guys. we got to take a TV timeout. It's like, okay, so I guess the three timeouts per team don't matter at all yeah. anymore? No. Because the the sport itself doesn't matter. The revenue flowing through it does. And that's and that was this guy's point. Mm-hmm. That was the point. He said it ruined the game. That ruined the game the first time they took a TV break. And I agree with that. And yeah. I also agree that free agency ruined the game. There's a lot of things that went down in the 80s when they were rewriting the rules and rebranding the NFL and shit. It took it this long to happen from the 80s to now, but now it's coming back to bite them in the ass. Well, I can confidently say, and I'm sure, Doug, you have probably an even deeper um, you know, appreciation for this, where the football games, the baseball games, every type of game that I saw during my childhood was so much more amazing. It was for the love of the sport. Yeah. yeah. And that of has course died and now it's not fun going to see i mean sure it's still fun to see the events but not nearly as much during those times because there was that deeply ingrained love for what they were doing right yeah 
That's why, dude, I mean, that was my love for the Braves back in the 90s was, yeah, they were successful, but they were having fucking fun doing it in a league that didn't seem to be having that much fun. That's why I'm still a baseball fan. And that's why I'm still Mm -hmm. a college football fan, because how it was when I was a kid is still there. It's a little different. But it ain't nothing like the NFL. Right. And right. the changes yeah. that they made in the 80s in the NFL were yeah. the first steps to this. Yeah. Same thing with boxing. You know, boxing, when I was a kid, boxing was on network television. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to pay for a boxing match. You didn't have to, you know, get a pay-per-view. None of that existed. And so it was on, you know, I mean, you'd see Ali and Foreman and all these great fucking fights on network television, free mm-hmm. for the whole, fu- for everybody to see. And the same thing that happened to boxing happened to football. It's taken it longer to happen to football, but it's only going to get worse. It's totally ruining the sport of football. The NFL is. And that's why when we talk about college players getting paid, I'm very passionate of being against that. (laughs) I am. Mm -hmm. I am very, I'm very against that because I don't want to see and I know they're already getting paid. I know we've already been through yeah. that. I, I, I'm, Doug you know. doesn't like his entertainers to be compensated. No, there no, I said it. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is you're introducing something into the game that is... Wasn't there before. That doesn't need to be there. That, that really There's doesn't need to be there. a very good chance that if the college football game goes to shit over the next 10 to 20 years, I think it'll be accelerated if it does go to shit, because I think everything now is accelerated. Then, yeah, you can look at that as saying that was the first step, much like in the 80s with the NFL. Right. I personally think that because the NFL is so bad, college football will always be slightly better. I I agree with that. But that's only because of there's just more tradition in college than there is in the NFL. Right. You know, like. And and you're trying to get to the NFL. That's the. When when you're. It's not you're hungry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like, you know, when, when you go see a band and they're. They're an opening act, you know, like when I saw Slipknot as an opening act, my God, they were fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. They're going to try a lot harder. They were oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when I saw them as a headline act, it was still great. They were great, you know, but it was nothing like that headline show I saw. I mean, it was yeah. fucking, it, that was the most, one of the most incredible things I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah. It, I what, bet. The motherfuckers were going insane. Dude, on and YouTube. Every one of them were bleeding. Mm-hmm. Every one of them came off stage fucking bleeding. Yep. Dude, on YouTube they've got the video of the first time they played Ozfest yes. on, on on the, the second the, stage. Yeah. Yes. It's the most insane shit that's, I've ever that's, seen. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first time I ever saw that band. And 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 you know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. And yeah. getting back to Gruden, the same thing that Gruden is going through right now, it's happening to so, so many different people. It could happen to Corey Taylor from Slipknot tomorrow. You know, he could. I want to. I want to. I want to bridge the gap between Slipknot and Gruden. If Corey Taylor all of a sudden had emails revealed from through his record company from 2009, right, where he said, "No, I think this guy's a silly faggot," right. Where's the, do you think that they would acknowledge? He'd correct you, first of all, and say, I meant maggot. <laughs> Sorry, I hit, the wrong, I hit the wrong key. But the point still stands. Do you think that he would even acknowledge? No. Do you think that he would step aside? Sorry, guys. No. I, I, I sent a bad email no, of, 15 of years not. ago. And that's my point with Gruden. Gruden exactly. should fight this. Gruden should fight this fucking tooth and nail mm-hmm. because he will win it. He can win this. 
I mean, I'm sure somewhere in his contract, if he's fired for something that came up in an investigation, he is, I'm surely has the right to open that investigation further to see what else is in that investigation. Well, now here's the thing to, uh, you know, bring up and make note of. He was three years into a 10 year contract, I think worth a hundred million dollars. Highest paid NFL coach, guaranteed money, all that shit. I think with that amount of money, there's not a large leap of faith to make that that has something to do why he is the one that's on the way out. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, that yeah, will be, no, it's all about money. I think that yeah. will likely be revealed at some point right. later. Right. I know that the people that are in the midst of this, they already know whether or not that's the case. I don't think it, if it was just about being woke and, and trying to clean up the league's image and, uh, you know, not have the F word and football, then, then there would be a shitload of people going down. I think this is a lot more about money than any fucking thing else. And they're using this popular mode of canceling and exiting somebody as a way to, to save some money because in the end money's more important than fucking anything. Yeah. And brand preservation is what they will use to save money. Right. So that's the way I see it. And reaction and, dude, reaction to this is yeah. is what is if I was a Raiders fan fucking crazy. I, I would I would just stop watching football. Yeah. If mm-hmm. this shit was going on in Atlanta, you know, I I kinda already the only reason why I even watch football anyway is because I fell into a fantasy league and I just want to see how upset I need to be. But the and I I agree with that. I think that and I would be surprised if Gruden didn't fight it. Just given his personality, yeah, I me, would uh, love, I would love to see him attack the hypocrisy of all the commentators uh, coming against him with shit that th- they're not even bringing up the shit they've done in their past. And and here's why I would love to see it because it's not just him getting fired, and it's not just the reaction to it. And right, we'll, and we'll get to that. There's already a chain reaction that is affecting other teams, namely another team that he coached for and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where just yesterday or the day before a news release comes out for immediate release by from the office of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have advocated for purposeful change in the areas of race relations, gender equality, diversity, and inclusion for many years. While we acknowledge John Gruden's contributions on the field, His actions go against our core values as an organization. Therefore, he will no longer continue to be a member of the Buccaneers Ring of Honor. That is a bunch. That is the you. That is the uh, most lying ever done in a press release, right Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Hey, you better hope your homeboy Arians never said a bad word. Otherwise, the Buccaneers (laughs) are going to wormhole his ass. Oh, dude, he's at that age, too, where I guarantee he said some colorful shit. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, we've already made our fucking points. Let's hear from the professionals. Uh, but first, I'm going to play somebody that I think might be arguing on our behalf, uh, but he's playing some, he, he's going to do the dirty work. He's going to do the heavy lifting for us. Let's, uh, let's give old Jason Whitlock a, a peek, shall we? The man has a foot fetish. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> sorry. Oh, that's awesome. Coming out hot. <laughs> the man has a foot fetish. Uh, okay, that might need a little setting up. Um, 
<laughs> wow. Whoever clips Whitlock's videos, they just really come out of the cannon uh, all guns a-blazing, don't they? <laughs> so what he's about to play is on uh, Sunday NFL Countdown from this past Sunday, where you got Randy Moss, you got Teddy Bruschi, and you got Rex Ryan. Former head coach of the Jets, who famously had a video of him uh, exercising his foot fetish that made, was made very public right around the time Gruden was sending uh, these nasty emails. Uh, yet he's still, I mean, I guess we can't kink shame, so right, right. he's still there. So anyway, that's what that was about. Yes. All right, back to the video. And not forward in 21st century, like I said, man. National Football League, this hurts me. The clock is ticking, man. I'm sorry. For us to be moving back, not forward, you know, we went 10 years into John Gruden's emails, and we found racism in those emails from John Gruden back. We're not looking forward. We're not moving forward. <laughs> the NFL, this hurts. This, this is obviously Whitlock. <laughs> emails hurt me. <laughs> they hurt you. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. He said, DeMore Smith has big lips. <laughs> oh my God. Can you believe that? DeMore Smith has big lips. <laughs> Still going. And he said it in an Moss, of course, is angry and hurt because a decade ago, while an employee at ESPN, Gruden wrote an email to a Washington executive that said Smith had lips the size of Michelin tires. I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> Smith's soup coolers are more Firestone than Michelin. <laughs> I also think this whole incident is grossly exaggerated. Gruden told ESPN that he uses the term rubber lips to describe liars. I don't buy that excuse. Rubber no. tongue? Mm. I would buy that. Gruden was talking about the size of Smith's lips. Very enormous. <laughs> this is football coach. Language is brutal and raw in a football environment. Mm -hmm. It's not remotely PC. Randy Moss has heard football coaches, executives, and players, black and white, say far worse things than D. Marie Smith has enormous lips. Randy Moss has said far worse things. <laughs> we all have. Guaranteed. I know I have. ESPN's conversation about Gruden's email is one of the most dishonest and unsophisticated TV discussions I've ever seen. And that's a big statement, considering in the past decade, we've been fed endless TV segments that pretend police violence is the most lethal and pervasive threat to black men. Sam Ponder wondered how the Raiders could play a football game with such heavy hearts <laughs> after learning that Gruden's eyes could recognize the enormity of Smith's lips. <laughs> Bruski insinuated that he would have trouble playing for Gruden because of Gruden's 2020 vision. Moss should win an Academy Award for Best Leading Actor, and Ponder and Bruski should win Best Supporting Actors. But, and we didn't play the, I wish we had played the full clip. Because I would love for you to see what Bruski said, what, 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 
Matt Hasselbeck said. But the most interesting thing is, how did Rex Ryan keep a straight face during this entire charade? Can you imagine what Rex Ryan's emails and texts look like? The man has a foot fetish. You remember that about Rex Ryan? He has a foot fetish. You think his emails texting and talking about the significance of Big Feet? You think he does any of that? Here's here's the more important question that I, I literally pondered all weekend. Are we, black men, are we so fragile that Gruden's opinion on Smith's enormous lips can reduce us to tears? That was that's that was amazing. Fucking dead on, dude. Mm. Yeah. So if anybody great. doesn't know, that was Jason Whitlock. He is a longtime sports writer and commentator. He's worked on ESPN, Fox. Uh, he had his own shit. He worked over at Outkick. Uh, he's now on the Blaze. He's just bouncing all over the place. He's doing. He's trying to, you know, make that money, make the Be, rounds. Yeah, make the rounds, do his own thing, and he's trying not to work for. Well, he's trying to find the least woke place to work. Uh, but anyway, so Good that was. Him. That was his take on the reaction to Gruden. And it was and it was priceless. Spot on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Randy Moss, man, that oh. <sighs> because here's the funny thing, and and he's right. I, I wish that there and that was the first time I had not seen that clip by Whitlock yet until I just played it now. <laughs> so took a gamble. There it was. That was an amazing gamble and well worth it. But I wish that there would have been more of Randy crying, talking about how much this hurts him. The dude's been retired for almost a decade. And the chick, what's the chick? Sam Ponder. Yeah. She, oh, man, that was, it was ridiculous. But that I want to stay ridiculous. on Moss because, as fuck. because he went on the longest and talked about how much this set the NFL back. And yeah. How and it made been, him, you know, it, it almost brought up PTSD for him. Yeah. Well, let's let's take a little dive into who the fuck Randy Moss is. It was Please. widely evident while he was in the league, uh, before Gruden's emails, and well, around the same time. Let's see. Hmm. Do do do. Oh, look right here. September twenty fifth, two thousand two. Minnesota Vikings wide receiver Randy Moss spent Tuesday night in jail and faces possible possible felony charges after an alleged altercation with a traffic control officer in Minneapolis, aka a police officer. Moss faces second Moss faces second degree assault charges after the Lexus he was driving struck Amy Zaccardi, the 27-year-old police officer, while making an illegal turn in downtown Minneapolis. So, uh, where's the women's rights people that want to come out and say, "Hey, this man brutalized a female with his car"? Oh, she's a cop, so that's not going to happen. But the dude got arrested mm-hmm. and was facing felony charges for running over a cop in his car. Yeah, but what? let's let's focus on Gruden's emails because that that deserves tears. Obviously calling someone a faggot is more destructive than hitting them with your car. I can you know what? <laughs> there, there's an argument for that, Arona. Yeah, yeah. So let's take another look. Let's go forward about six years. Uh, da, da. Oh, right here. Okay. On January fifteenth, two thousand eight, Orlando based radio station WDBO reported that Moss had been hit with a temporary injunction for protection against dating violence. According to the affidavit, Moss committed a battery upon Rochelle Washington, causing serious injury, and then refused to allow her to seek medical attention. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Ooh. So, beating up a woman 
and then basically preventing her from leaving to go get medical care, that's obviously still much less bad than Gruden typing email. Typing in sending emails. Big lips. Just yeah. re- just remember that. There's a theme here. Kind of goes back to when we played Jim Brewer. Uh, just because these people are on TV doesn't make them smart people, good no. people, moral people. Right, right. A lot of times they have very public uh, skeletons in their, not even in their closet. Right. It's, yeah, no, it's a it's simple public. fucking Google yeah. search. These people suck and they're supposed to be the arbiters of what is right and just. Fuck them. Yeah. The, the hypocrisy. Assholes. The hypocrisy is outstanding and blatant. I, I don't fucking get it. I mean. First of all, before you fire Gruden, why don't we go through the laundry list of murderers, rapists, and just, I mean, I, I can't even get through all the felonies. Randy Moss played in the league at a time where they were giving bonuses for knocking people unconscious. Mm. Yeah. But remember, emails, email, words, and type, not even said to a person. And let's not forget, Ray Rice uh, retires amid, I mean, it had been 10 years since he murdered someone, and basically... Ray Ray Lewis. Lewis. Ray Rice beat the shit out of his girlfriend. Yeah, Ray Rice. Sorry, too many many elevators. It's funny, you're talking about two people with the same name Ray on the same football team, two violent assaults, possible murders, but Gruden sent some emails. Um, let's go back to Tampa Bay, the team that just ousted them from the ring of honor. Remember, he's the only coach, if I remember correctly, to take them to the Super Bowl until last year. Yes. He was mm-hmm. the first one to do it. You only get one first and he's the first one to take them to and win a Super Bowl. And they say, sorry, you, you typed up some naughty words. You got to go. Well, who's currently on the Buccaneers? I can hmm. think of two guys off the top of my head. Antonio Brown. I don't know if anybody remembers, but that dude was arrested for domestic violence and breaking and entering. Not sure what happened with that. Pretty sure they settled out of court, but he bounced around the league a little bit because he was, well, he was homeless for a a minute because of all of these allegations. He finds a, a welcome in Tampa, though, not to mention four months ago, or actually just a few weeks ago, they signed Richard Sherman. Mm. who four months ago was also arrested on a domestic. That's still pending, yet he's playing. One might say domestic violence might be a rite of passage to getting in the NFL. I think it's pretty fucking clear that it has nothing to do with what they're saying it is, and mm. it has everything to do with perception and saving money for whatever reason. Yeah. It's fucking retarded. Yeah, if the, if the Raiders were undefeated, you think this would be happening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is what I can't understand. You got a you got a uh, a team in a new stadium in a new city. You're trying to fill it. Why are you, this doesn't line up to me? There's something else here. Uh, we we're running out of time. But. In a place where the moniker is Sin City. Yeah, that I mean that says it all to me. No, well they want the sin to be in real time with a real person and not over email. But we're running out of time, so I, I don't have time to play this clip of uh, old Shannon and Skip. Over on FS1 uh, on Undisputed, they've been covering this every fucking day this week, and they're all just like, this is reprehensible, Skip. You can't be talking like this, Skip. This, this is, is bad. Kinda, yeah. This is bad juju, Skip. Well, <laughs> remember, Shannon Sharp, uh, he was accused of sexual assault in 2010, right around the time that these emails were getting typed up. 
But I guess we don't give a fuck about that. And his co-host, Skip Bayless, wrote a fucking book in the 90s where he accused Troy Aikman, Hall of Famer Troy Aikman, of being gay. Mm-hmm. The man was married with children. <laughs> Still to this day, confirmed not gay. But it didn't stop him from writing a nine-page fucking write-up asserting that he thought that Troy was gay as a derogatory thing. You would think that maybe the LGBTQers would want to have a little look at that. But nah, again, that's not important. No, not right now. So fuck this whole thing. Fuck the NFL. They're all full of shit. Um and we got to move on because we're running out of time. Well, I do want to make one final point. And I will say I, I, I don't love the word faggot. Now, fag, there's, there's a big difference between calling someone a fag and a faggot. It's almost like the difference between saying the N-word with that hard E-R instead of, you know. Just saying literally yeah. the N-word. Yeah, sure. Exactly. But if any of our listeners have ever been on a football field, faggot is extraordinarily tame compared to some of the shit I have heard. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So this is nothing. It ain't a sport for pussies. No, it ain't. No, no, it ain't. Mm -mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's. It's just odd. Yeah, it is. It's retarded. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Type that in an email and send it to me, and I'll cancel you in 10 years. Oh, I I just ruined my career in the NFL. uh, I guess I'll never be a head coach. I'll never be in the NFL. And calling Biden retarded, I mean, is kind of accurate if you've watched him recently. Yeah, that's probably the least awkward thing that he said yeah yeah <laughs> it was, uh, yeah was, it was on point kind of kind of off the wall yeah so it's kind of hard to- it was like they were just looking for anything that had anything to do with something current uh-huh and and only with him it's got to be because dude can you imagine the emails that they have seen oh, in yeah. this investigation they- i mean it is especially think of think of like jerry jones and uh and all think, dude. I, I would love to read that motherfucker's oh, no emails. Shit. Oh my god! Yeah, especially Don't change with, your fucking name. Fuck him. Yeah, especially between him and Goodell. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine, dude? Could you imagine the shit that he has said to Roger Goodell? Yeah. First of all, in any workplace, do you think people uh, overwhelmingly get along with their boss? No. no, absolutely not. Especially when you're talking about billionaires, you know, oh, team owners and, and yeah. ego-driven coach, like. This shouldn't be shocking at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, Julian Assange, can you get a bench warmer hacker on this shit? You know, that would be, I mean, he's a little tight up at the moment. Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A little into space. CIA trying to kill him and everything. I get it. But still. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. uh, We got to move on. Uh, We've got a few more things I want to talk about. Uh, I just hope that wherever Gruden was, he was close to home because if he needed to catch a flight to fly back home, he might be running into a little bit of trouble. Little snag. A little little oopsies. Apparently, something kind of popped the fuck off over this past weekend that has made the news. When I first heard about it, I was thinking I was going to be like breaking a story. But, uh, well, we're recording midweek and not the weekend. So, cat's out of the bag. A lot of people already know about this. But apparently, there's been a shitload of flight cancellations um, 
and it started in Jacksonville, Florida, over the weekend. And the always fucking Florida. The initial reports that I saw were screen grabs of messages from people that worked there to other coworkers, friends, and people outside of the air traffic control office, basically saying we're not fucking going in. Um, we're just not showing up. So I'll see you when I see you. And immediately, if anybody remembers what the news was all about at that time, they're saying, no, 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 no. It says, there's nothing to see here. There is a full air traffic control office. Not a problem whatsoever. Planes are taken off and landing. It was just a delay due to weather. All right. Yes. That was was the dumbest thing they could have ever done. Because... Weather affects more than just yeah, the fucking one, airport. One air, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just one. And just one airport. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and not only that, you think that Florida experiences weather. A lot of weather. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good bit. And yeah. and planes aren't exactly new. Like, they've kind of got this whole thing figured out about how, like, the whole drag and, you know, lift and landing on And it time. wouldn't affect one airline either. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, it's just, again. It's, it's, you know, it is, it is, uh, Wow. One airline. Again, you know, I'm not an air traffic controller. I see a lot of people tweeting. I spoke to a captain. I spoke to a pilot. I spoke to a baggage handler. I don't know any of those motherfuckers. But if you just use logic and reason, you would know that their reasons for this are bullshit. And it only took about a day or two before they had to just shut the fuck up entirely and just kind of let it slowly come out because eventually... Uh, employees and I think even the CEO of Southwest Airlines came out and basically said, yep, yep, we're canceling all these flights because people aren't showing up to work. And then that led to, well, why are they not showing up to work? Like, <laughs> yeah, they were the talking. They were about talking this? about it was a major strike. There was a major strike about to happen in the airline industry and all this kind of shit. Yeah. Well, I didn't know this, but it's illegal for air traffic controllers to plan a strike or right. a protest or whatever right. because that seriously fucks up all you know uh transportation it's in america very, very dangerous it's, <laughs> yeah. it's very dangerous it might have yeah. something to do with national security yeah, yeah, it's a pretty important job yeah. yeah you know planes crashing into each other fucking you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all, all over every city that would be a that would be a little uh that what, would be just whoopsie. slightly more bad than than gruden's, gruden's emails. Emails. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay all right yeah. good i wanted it, to make sure i got it all stacked up yes. here it'd be a little <laughs> bit more than a snafu <laughs> yeah it would be a yeah uh, so to me this was huge news when i first heard about it i was like holy shit it's fucking happening because you've heard stories more than likely of like at school board meetings a lot of parents showing up and doing a lot of yelling kicking and screaming and, and protesting and and you're hearing about supply chain shortages there's a shitload of fucking uh cargo ships just stuck off just the coast sitting. of california yeah. because, because they don't no- have people to work at the docks to fucking bring this shit in yeah yeah there's nobody there and if they can't sit there forever they will eventually have to go back right and there's a chain reaction there and it hasn't affected everyone yet but it will if this continues and so they started digging around, you know, it's funny to watch the the media try to snuff out the reason behind this. Like they're like, "Now, why could this be?" <laughs> I don't I don't understand it. Well, just talk to anybody that's not showing up to work and they'll fucking tell you. It's because they're not getting the vaccine. And even the ones that got the vaccine, they're 
based on principle, being like, I don't want to work in a place that's going to force me to do medical shit right. in order to yeah. keep a job where this is is a moot point. And that's the worst thing you can say right now because we've got a full year and a half, you know, build up to, well, no, the vaccine has to be welcomed with great applause and adoration. This is going to be what saves us. And anybody that doesn't accept that is a terrorist. Well, eventually you're going to run into the everyday American that has actual jobs that keep this country running that don't want to buy into this bullshit. And they will bring this country to a fucking halt. And they are single shot fire. And they are. They're doing Mm -hmm. it. And I'm fucking proud of every one of them. Hell yeah. Every one of them. You know, I'm ecstatic. This is what's brilliant about it is it is the mandate. It's the mandate that's causing it. Yep. But the way they're doing it is they're all taking their leave, all their vacation time, all of the time that they had built up. Everybody's taking it at once before the mandate goes into effect. Yep. Because they think they're going to lose their job. Now, the way they could fix this, and like, like that, is to say, you know what? There is no mandate. Because there is no mandate. Currently. All it was, Currently. There, there's, no, there is no mandate. All it was was a speech that Joe Biden gave about he would sign an executive order to mm-hmm. mandate it. But that executive order has never been signed. Correct. And he's not going to do it. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit that's going on right now. The politics is being played that is killing America, just killing this country right now, is fucking childish, totally irresponsible, and just absolutely should show everybody that there's not one politician or anyone that gives a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. And I'm so glad that they're trying to call us bluff. And if more people would do this, like this is just Southwest. Yeah. If Delta did this shit, yeah, Delta could shut this country down. Yeah, Delta is fucking huge. Yep. If they did this shit, then the country would literally grind to a fucking halt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it. I don't know if anybody at Delta has the balls to do that. I don't know that. Can you imagine well, the meetings they're having right now? Yeah. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. they're do, we're going to pay bonuses. Yeah. They're, they're going to do what McDonald's yeah, is doing. Exactly. $22 yeah. an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Just come flip burgers. Yeah. Please, we need you. Please, yeah. Well, yeah. and the thing that people forget, I mean, Delta's not just Delta. How many subdivisions does Delta no, I, have? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They're yeah. huge. No, I they're know. They're fucking huge. I'm just doubling down on your point. Yeah, because, they they, yeah. they could really shut this shit down. Now, Southwest, they're pretty big, but they're not big enough to shut the fucking country down. But And they don't have to be. Right. And that's the beauty of yeah, it. And you yes. need 5 to 10% of whatever industry to to not go along with it and it, the chain of the ripple chain effect reaction yeah will make that a uh, reality right. for everybody else yeah again think about back to the transgender thing yeah you're talking about 0.001 percent of the population having a quite a hefty effect on what we are and aren't allowed to say in, right, right. in polite society this is a, a lot more uh active than that actually didn't that night we did the thing wasn't it like point and seven zeros <laughs> yeah. and then a one or something like that i it didn't want to insane i didn't want to underrepresent him yeah we didn't want to offend you <laughs> no so i overrepresented him i guess uh poor me but but southwest can make all of this go away oh, by yeah. doing what they're doing and this is why i'm ecstatic i know it sucks if you're in the middle of a trip my aunt right now is visiting my parents uh 13 states away uh 
I don't know when she's going to come home. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so this really kind of sucks right, right now right, for yeah. the family. Uh, is she flying on Southwest? Uh, probably not. No. Oh, you know. Uh, but good chance if you got airports slapped full of fucking people, the airports are going to have to find flights for these fuckers yeah, to yeah, get them out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and the airport doesn't give a shit what airline you right, use. They need right. you moving in. And, yeah, and, get the fuck get, out. That's it. That becomes a security issue yeah. on its mm-hmm. own and a humanitarian issue. Yeah. If you got a pandemic, remember, guys, we're in a pandemic. Yeah, right. That's the whole reason why all this shit's going on. Uh, remember, there's a deadly virus out there. Or is anybody still? Worried about that? No? Okay. The reason why I'm so ecstatic is because this is what I've been saying for weeks, months, however long, is you just need people to stop complying. I don't give a fuck how many Southwest employees are vaccinated. I don't care. Just somewhere, somebody with a big enough effect has to say this is fucking retarded. And what is mm-hmm. so cool about it is it's the employees themselves. Yes. That's what it is. They're like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all take our time <laughs> that we have built up, you know, at the same fucking time before we get fired. You yeah. know, so because they're they all think they're going to be fired on the 8th, I believe is what it is, isn't it? December the 8th, I think. Yeah. They, right around the holidays. They, uh, yeah. you know? They all think they're going to lose their job yeah. and they could end this easily tomorrow joe biden could come out and give a speech tomorrow that would end this and say there'll be no mandates that's all he's got to say yeah Yeah. one sentence ain't even got to be on tv to say it just fucking release it from the white house yeah there will be no mandates yep and all this shit ends (laughs) and not only that it it, it, not just the airlines the ports open back up mm-hmm. goods start coming back into the country they're trying to fucking choke the country so hard that it's they're they're trying to they're just trying to break the fucking wheel yeah. of mm-hmm. every person in this country and and it's not going to work no I, it's not going to work on me nope. and it's obviously not going to work on the employees of southwest airlines and I am so fucking glad of that. Yeah. It's not going to work without great resistance, which I was concerned about if there was actually going to be any resistance. Now, most of the people you've got out there that are vocal are shills. They don't have backbone. The people that are silent, that are out there, that are waiting for that moment where they've had fucking enough, those are the people that you have to worry about, and they're about to have their moment. Well, and... The reason why they're trying to choke the country down is so that they can implement their right solution. Power. Yes, yeah, yeah. Their that power is uh, yet again. This we would have been crazy kooks a year and a half ago if we said anything about the Great Reset. Well, the whole Build Back Better campaign is to first you got to break the system all the way down so that you can come in with your new new world order, new way of being. Glo- Obama's agenda. The, yeah, the globalist digital financial world is what they want to own to be the only thing. First, you have to get you have to clear the table before you can set it again. Right, and yeah. without any resistance of that, this and I'll be honest, I think this resistance and this gridlock is also kind of working in their favor as well. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah, because to them, if everybody gets vaccinated, that's fine because that won. shows they have full compliance. Yeah, they won. If there's resistance, they can capitalize off that as well. This is why the people in power are are active the way they are, because they set you up so that no matter how this wor- works, they're going to come out on top somehow. And it's funny how they keep saying 
it's conservatives that aren't getting the vaccine. I am not a fucking conservative. No. I'm not a. I'm not a. Well, it's a lie. I'm first not, of all, yeah, because sure. there's video evidence of Trump supporters at his rallies booing him for mentioning the vax. There's video evidence of Lindsey fucking Graham, Mister Conservative. At a rally in front of his supporters in South Carolina, getting booed off the fucking stage for even suggesting that they should get vaccinated. And most of these people are old and are mm -hmm, vaccinated. Right. They're like, no, 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 no. Stop preaching. St shut the fuck up well, about this whole vaccine. it's this mass generalization and oversimplification. If you don't get the vax, you're an anti-vaxxer. Bullshit. If you don't get the vax, then you're automatically racist and conservative. Bullshit. They just want to lump everything together um, as one thing so that it just cycles through. You continuously beat down the same individuals over and over again. Yeah, because the new way that you will be judged is not based on what you're able to produce or how much you consume, even though they want to make a big deal about that with the Green New Deal or whatever. It's going to be based on do you go with the flow or are you a problem to the institutions? Did did I talk about the Japanese study with the vaccine last week? I can't remember if I did or not. I don't recall. Um, Pfizer and Moderna. This is proven. I sent the article to you guys. The mm -hmm. both. I think. No, I we sent didn't it talk about them. it last week. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh, looked at it. Pfizer and Moderna both lied. It's proven. They lied to the government to get the emergency authorization, authorization thing. Now, this is going to get a little technical. They're called lipids. What a lipid is, is this is within the vaccine. A lipid is, they describe it as a box. And that box holds the spike protein to be delivered, right? Yeah. Now, Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson Johnson, all of them signed off saying that the lipids stayed at the injection site mm -hmm. when they injected the vi the it, you know the vaccine into you. Yeah. The Japanese started studying this and they found that the lipids within 4 hours of you being injected the lipids were not only in your bloodstream but were depositing themselves in every major organ in your body. Yep. Now and now this is the this is the key to this to all of this. The guy that this is the guy that invented mRNA mm -hmm. that is that that that, that that is saying this. Yeah. This is the guy that invented the shit that they are pumping in people's arms right now. The guy that actually invented the shit is saying that what that means is if those lipids it, it, they're they're looking at uh the ovaries in women and they're looking at the liver mm -hmm. the liver the, and the spleen that those were the three that they were really mentioning uh they said that they seem to deposit themselves more greatly in those organs and mm -hmm. if the lipids open uh which the box opens and the spike protein goes into that area yeah then what it's going to do is it's going to cause cancer in those organs it's all in the article that i sent you guys and maybe we can put it in the show notes jim yeah. can, jim can attach it in we the definitely show notes. should but i, I mean, want everybody yeah. to read what this guy is saying this is the dude that invented the shit and came up with it and he said that they are using it 
they're not using it for what was intended to be used for. Yeah. And not only that, but and he's th- been saying this since the beginning. Right. Yes. Yeah. Been, yes. But this, but with this study that they did in Japan is proving what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And, and he is very concerned. I mean, it, when you, when you get into the article, you'll see he is very concerned that no study, no long-term studies were done on animals. No long-term studies were done on in any way with these vaccines mm-hmm. and how they would deposit themselves throughout the box. It gives a whole new it, meaning to what's in the box. And, and he's generally concerned about ovarian cancer mm-hmm. for women yeah, and spleen and liver cancers in everybody. Yeah. yeah. You can put it in the show notes. Uh, put I the, will. Put well, that, that article in the show notes. It's everybody should read that and i wish i still had the article this is something i brought up i want to say was probably seven eight months ago probably but there's studies that doctors have referenced where the mrna shown in animals basically that after a certain amount of time it creates a back door for other illnesses to overtake you um in in lieu basically your uh, immune system is weakened right. by the R- mRNA. Yeah, it starts uh, getting confused and attacking itself when you, it's introduced to any other pathogens later. Right, uh, and that information's been out there, but it, it's the interesting part of the story is not only the information that the study found, but the fact that you have to go to other countries to get this information because any evidence found within our borders. That is anything other than of the highest praise for this vaccine is not for our consumption. Right. Well, what about the um, research done in Israel? Yeah, exactly. That's that was I'm echoing that is because remember, there were no breakthrough cases. This vaccine was over 90 percent effective or, you know, over 90 percent of people in hospitals weren't fully vaccinated, which is bullshit. Mm -hmm. Because by their own terminology, if you get the vaccine and you get sick in that period, whether it's the vaccine that got you sick or whether you actually naturally got COVID uh, within two weeks of getting that shot and you happen to die, that was not counting as a breakthrough case. You were counted as being not vaccinated. Dude, the implications of what this guy says in this article, though, you you can't sue the drug companies over the vaccine. Yeah. So if what this guy's saying, we will know within the next two years. Mm-hmm. If people start popping up with cancer, if like ovarian cancer just gets spread around the planet, this is what's so interesting to me, that it deposits in the ovaries more than anywhere else. That's population control, dude. Mm -hmm. That is straight up population control. And if a woman's ovaries are damaged, she can't have a kid. Correct. If this deposits itself in the ovaries, which is what the article says... That's the main organ that he's looking at that it is just flooding into that organ. Yeah. It's scary shit. And this is the guy that invented the shit. When I'm sitting there reading the article and I read the first paragraph, fuck, I'm definitely going to read this. I'm going to see what this guy has to say. When it goes into the study, it is scary shit. If it happens and all of these people start getting cancer, they have no recourse. None. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. they can't. Go after the drug company that gave it to them. Correct. That is. This that, is all intentional. Yeah, this is uh, this is 
this is not a bug. This is a feature. Right. <laughs> I said this months ago, this entire COVID everything from the shutdown to getting Trump out of office to the financial implications, all of it was always about the, the vaccine. vaccine. Yeah. I said that then. I have yet to see anything to make me change my stance on it. The difference is, or not really difference. The the thing about this is, is that this is part of the great reset. Yeah. It's going to be all encompassing. It's not just, well, China's a little butterfingers with their vac or with their uh, viruses. Right. No, but you need that to be there for this to get out to cause the, I don't know if this was meant to happen when it did, but all of this was meant to happen to a degree. We're not, we're not clumsily falling into uh, where we are now. Right. Yeah. The, the, the establishment, the, the, the office, you know, the presidency or whatever, they're not just figuring this out as we go along. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that is not what's happening here. But quickly to get well, back. I do want to say, I mean, what's the result of the Great Reset? It's dystopia. That is what we are headed to, people. That I mean, basically, wide control over us, not only by your governments, but more so almost by your corporations. Yeah, either way, there's going to be just more conflict down the road. Uh, mm -hmm. Varying degrees and varying locations, and you'll see it pop off in places uh, before it happens in others. Uh, this isn't fear-mongering. I mean, I don't know what to tell you to do. It's just be aware of it and... Well, you know, just don't be caught off guard when shit goes down. It's just eerie to me, though, through all these things that we keep on hearing, I hear echoes. And I, I'm serious. I'm hearing more and more of Yuri Bezmenov mm. over the last few months than I even did when I first heard of the guy. I mean, that was probably a year and a half ago. And more and more, I keep on hearing clips being played. Joe Rogan. Um, yeah, I mean, freaking, um, Tim pool has played him a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, just go down the list. Everyone is starting to become wise to everything he said. I guess I'm just more concerned. Has the switch been flipped to a point where it can't be flipped back? No, not yet. That I will 100%. Yeah, say. yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I don't think it is. Because you're seeing it in the in the first big wave with Southwest. Yep. Yep. And mm -hmm. so uh, I'm going to play a little clip or actually about a 2-minute video here from one of the pilots. Let's get it straight from their mouths. I've been an airline pilot for 18 years and now I'm facing an ultimatum. Not a choice, but an ultimatum. I'm being told in order to continue my career as an airline pilot, I must be vaccinated which really means I have to choose between putting food on the table for my family and my freedom of choice. Whether you believe in vaccination is the right thing to do or not, the situation goes far beyond health. We, the American people, have fought for freedom for 257 years. We go around the world spreading ideas of freedom and democracy. We help other countries and people fight for their freedoms while ours are being stripped away. You may think being forced to wear a mask or give vaccination is insignificant but when you begin to compile mandate after mandate and loss of freedom after freedom it becomes very significant as each thing is taken away we face what is known as the shifting baseline syndrome this syndrome changes our idea of a new and acceptable normal soon we will not remember 
what it was like to have the freedoms we once did. Our children and our grandchildren will experience less freedom, and they won't have the privilege or the pleasure to enjoy the same choices our parents had or that we have. If we give into these mandates and we do not stand up for our freedom of choice, we dishonor every armed service person over the last 257 years. A disservice to the people who have fought and bled for the very freedoms we enjoy. Whether you believe in vaccination or not, I'm standing up for your freedom of choice. You may support the vaccine mandates because they fall in line with your current beliefs. But if we let this happen now, there will be a day when what you're told to do will not fall in line with your beliefs. If we do not stand together and fight back in one voice, soon we can be told where to live, what job we will do, what religion to believe, and how many children we can have. Do you really want someone telling your children or your grandchildren what, when, and how they will live every minute of their lives? It's time we take a stance. It's time we fight for our freedom of choice while we still can. Join us. If what this guy says, the uh, mRNA guy, you won't have to worry about kids. <laughs> you won't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. And and going back to what you're saying, as far as like the study, uh, as far as possible cancers, ovarian cancer and all that, yeah. they're already seeing an enormous spike in cancer. Now, do we know if it's caused by the vaccine? Not yet. But you know, if this is true, and you start to see a massive increase in cancers, what they will blame it on and what they will can carry on the whole way through, regardless if it comes from the vaccine or not, is, oh, well, this is what we expected because people weren't getting screened because of COVID. They will never acknowledge that it came from the vaccine. No, of so course you not. So you can see, and I'm just saying this now, so I'm on the record now. Yeah. No. Uh, that, that, you can witness over the next six to 18 months an explosion in a variety of cancers that can all be traced back to a source. Right. And they will say the source is COVID uh, hesitancy. Now, right. Now, how many doctors, how many oncologists will come against that and say, you're full of shit. The vaccine starting. I, I'm the, curious. The ones I that would have, be curious. The ones that have a little bit of fucking backbone, right? And mm -hmm. realize that the money they're making won't be worth anything in this new world if we keep heading towards it, right? Yeah. The, the quicker people wake the fuck up to that, the the sooner and the better we have an actual chance right. to stop this bullshit. When I think about, especially my wife, man, because you know she's had this shit. She had she had the booster, man. She's already had the booster. She's had three of these fucking shots. And if something happens to her, I can't tell you what I'll do. I, I can't predict it. Yeah, I can't. I mean, because especially if it could be traced to a vaccine, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm not making any, Oh, I wouldn't make a threat or anything. Any I'm just no. saying, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I would go. We're I don't know. Of speaking in broad terms, we don't have to directly. Yeah, fed yeah. Post. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. I, 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 I'm you know, I'm and I'm sure if it happens to, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of households like mine. Yeah, where where one person got it and the other person said, "Fuck that, I'm not taking it." Yeah, and if those people start getting sick, this could really get, <laughs> could really get the, crazy. The one thing I got to say, it's part compliment and also part 
um, kind of not being ashamed, but kind of like being let down. Part accomplishment, part disappointment is I am thoroughly surprised at how patient the majority of this country is. Now you start doing some choke points on supply chains and uh, an unnatural explosion in cancers. Hmm. Patients. Hey, Joe, sometimes our patients wears thin. All right. Um, and see, all of this will happen in, yes. in that term, in this yeah. term. Yeah. If this really is the case, like I said, I, everybody needs to read that article. I wish I could get every person in America to read that article. I'm sure a lot of people are going to say, oh, that's propaganda bullshit or whatever. Mm -hmm. When you read it, it's a very scientific kind of read sure so you have to really pay attention to what they're saying in it well, but, but doug i mean that's shit. the automatic talking points for anything that people don't agree with anymore right yeah. it's all propaganda right. that it doesn't right. mean anything it's not based on facts right yeah. yeah that sounds crazy that sounds loony you know what's hilarious cnn's not saying that you know what's hilarious and like a new i guess uh hobby that i've gotten over the last uh couple of weeks oh no hobby is <laughs> Jim's got a hobby. An interest that I have. Uh -huh. you know? uh, um, like, I'm like, concerned. What is it? <laughs> like, like when I'm taking a shit. <laughs> okay. Good time to have an interest. Sure. You know, that's that's a that's a vulnerable moment. You're on the toilet. You, yeah. You know, your yeah. guard's down. You can't really do anything. So it's like, well, do you, everybody has their phone with them when they're in the bathroom. Um, and so everyone's keeping themselves mildly entertained while nature calls. Right. Uh, one thing that I've decided to do is I've just gotten the biggest giggle out of going back and just watching videos from like 2018 yes and 2017 <laughs> and even early 2019 about about what was the big news of the day right oh it's fucking hilarious just just warms my heart to know that we used to give a shit about that and if you ever said anything then about where we actually are today you would have been called a fucking conspiracy theorist you're a kook that can't happen. What planet are you living right. on, dude? Right. You're taking too many shits. Well, we're all in a world of shit now. So I would be a little less quick to call the anybody right now a, a wild uh, conspiracy theorist. Because, be a little yeah. humble, people. Yeah, please. <laughs> be a little humble. Con conspiracy theories are just spoiler alerts at this point, my friend. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But I will say this, and this is what we'll close out on. Uh, congratulations to William Shatner, the final frontier, yes. Mister Mister ninety year old man making it up to see the year curvature old of the globe. Ninety year old <laughs> astronaut. I yeah. mean, first individual to kiss a black person on TV. You know, as far as a white person, yeah, and so now just breaking barriers all over the place. Yeah. So I didn't even know that this was happening today, but yeah, apparently old. Uh, Billy Shat got up in a fucking rocket next to old Baldy Bezos and went and saw the sun. You, do you think Billy Shat chat? Yeah, it sounded like that. <laughs> Dude had a God moment yeah, when he, he got did. up into the air. He, he did. I, I get it. I get oh, it, man. Totally. Dude, the guy's Shit, whole yeah. career's been based on space. I mean, you know, every it's funny. Uh, well, he's an you, actor. I would say no, more no, than I know, anything. But have you ever seen the? Uh, have you ever seen the SNL when he's on there and? And all the Star Trekkies, all the Trekkies are there's coming up many, and asking him. And he's, mm. and he's like, 
don't you people have lives? Yeah. You know, get a, get a job. Go do something with your <laughs> oh, life. Yeah. You know? No, I think and, it's I think it's just more him being a human, right? Sure, right. And getting Exa- to exactly have a different no, perspective. Yeah, and I get that. But what I'm saying is to have a career as the as Captain Kirk, you're, you're known as the, the spaceman. Yes, yeah. you are, uh, and you start. You know, you go from fucking Christmas lights and cardboard shit to make a ship to actually going into space mm-hmm. in the span of your life. That's fucking an achievement. Yeah, no, that is good for him. Quite an well, and I, I would challenge anyone to be in that position, seeing what he's seeing, to not be humbled. I mean, it's a, it's a reaction. It's great. It's a nice story. Uh, I'm happy for him. <laughs> I doubt I'll ever get that opportunity. I really don't give a shit. I'm glad the rocket didn't blow up. Yeah, I'm just saying it because it was news and it happened today. Other than that, cool. <laughs> you went high and you came back down. That's great. That's wonderful. I'm happy for you, Shatner. But speaking, staying on the topic of space, uh, something far more creepier happened than William Shatner going up and actually realizing that the globe is round. That is our faithful and honorable (laughs) vice president uh, has released a video on behalf of NASA. And this officially seals the deal for me. Uh, everything is fake (laughs) and we're all being lied to. Right. So let's check out this totally natural organic moment that isn't creepy whatsoever. (laughs) Yes. Welcome you guys. Ready to start? Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, she's meeting with a bunch of natural, real children and they're talking about, uh, what's in space and, and, that kind of thing. It's Sorry. funny how she already sounds like a shit human being and hasn't even said anything. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, I'll just let it play, and then we'll we'll discuss what we're actually listening to. So, I may not always be fast to take my parents' advice, but what is the best advice your parents have given you that perhaps you can share with us today? You know, one of the most important pieces of advice that I can offer you guys, and I want you to really remember this, Never let anybody tell you who you are. You tell them who you are. (laughs) What she meant to say was, suck the right dicks of important people, and you too can become a vice president. I like the music. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) If you turn up the music, your point will become ever so much more important. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Never let anybody suggest to you that you are what they think you should be. You tell them who you are and who you know you are and what you intend to be. Got that? Yes. yes. All right. I got more advice. You just let me <laughs> So what is the most surprising thing you found about being vice president? There have been a lot of things because I've never been vice president before. So there are, yeah. there are, are many new things. But I'll tell you one of the things that I'm really excited about and one of the reasons for our visit and the time we're going to spend time together today is the Space Council. My mom was a scientist, so she would take us to the lab with her, like, on the weekends and after school because she had to work long hours. And I just love the idea of exploring the unknown. And then there's other things that we just haven't figured out. Like we're just going to think about so much that's out there that we still have to learn. I love that we're on the same way. Like, I love that. I love that. And so I'm very excited about the Space Council. We're going to learn so much. 
um, as we increasingly, I think, are curious and interested in the potential for the discoveries and the work we can do in space. So that's one of the things I'm most excited about. But the other, you guys are going to see, you're going to literally see the craters on the moon with your own eyes. Oh, my goodness. With okay. Okay. That's the magic I live for right there. <laughs> when me and Jim are on the same. <laughs> so, so yeah, totally. She, <laughs> there's some scientist that's able to com- compile the the mathematics to determine the the orbit of her head around Willie Brown's fucking balls <laughs> uh, and where she may touch down. And yeah. I, I'll give you, a, yeah. I'll give you a hint. It was the tip of his dick. It was well. It might have <laughs> been the tip of his of Uranus. Well, of his anus or her anus. I don't know. All the anuses. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but in this, stupid- I mean, she's VP, so there had to be a fair ma- amount of ball licking going on as well. Well, let, I think it's safe to say that the VP experienced DP at some point in her <laughs> professional yeah. career. Yeah. But in this fucking video with the creepy fucking music and the obviously inorganic fucking conversation. Uh, where these kids are asking her questions that no kids would ever fucking ever give two no. flying fucks to ask. No. That you can tell, because children aren't good actors, uh, that they're reading it. That they were given a script. But that's because they fucking were. Each one of these kids is a child actor with an agent that tried out for this video. Well, I've got a question. What are the nationalities of the children? All of them. There's not a repeat nationality in the bunch. You know, organic. Just like nature. But where I last left the video off, our genius of a vice president was talking about, we're going to look through telescopes and look at the moon and you're going to be able to see craters with your own eyes. Hey, dumb bitch. I can do that right now without a telescope by going outside on a cloudless night. Yeah. (laughs) You knowing nothing dipshit of a fucking leader. Yeah, uh, no shit. We've been able to do that for a long fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Copernicus could do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no uh, shit. Oh, yeah. no. This is, this is the big brains leading us into the future, folks. Your own eyes, I'm telling you, it is going to be unbelievable. So that's one of the things we can do here, too, which makes us so exciting. So that's what we're going to do. You guys ready to go up there? Yeah. yeah. Come on, let's go. Oh my yeah, God. yeah. Oh, the my most God. artificial yeah. fucking human being on the planet. <sighs> so that's uh, that's our that's our brave leadership council is somebody placating to actor children about space. We need to get the clip Willie Brown's of, balls. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get the clip of David Spade going Earth to tall bitch. <laughs> Just be Earth to dumb bitch. Yeah, Kamala is. Uh, the weirdest part of this entire equation. Kamala, you will never be president. No. Yeah. No. You no. won't. They will skip right over you. Yeah. If they can if give Biden, Dick Cheney if, a if fake If something heart, happens to Biden, it's Pelosi. It's, <laughs> they're going to skip right over Kamala. They're going to they're gonna say, Kamala, you're going to uh, resign today. And Nancy's going to take over. It's going to be a wild we're going to be in a world of shit. Yeah, I'm praying that Biden stays alive I am too. his entire term. I yeah. am too. If they can put a robotic fucking heart in the chest of devil-faced Dick Cheney, Cheney yes. then they better keep this motherfucker <laughs> alive another three and a half years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> God damn. That guy was a good shot. <laughs> he hit exactly what he was aiming for. Don't, and nobody can damn. tell me any different. But uh, anyway, 
Yeah, if uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm, I had a thought, but it escaped me. Well, we've been going for fun. Yeah, we've I, been going for a long fucking time. <laughs> I think that about spins us. It surely does. And uh, congrats to Shat Kamala. You're fucking creepy as fuck. Fuck the goddamn vaccine. I'm flying Southwest from here on out. Fight them, Gruden. Yeah. Fight them all the fucking way. And let's keep a tally of how many episodes I'm called racist for not saying anything racist. You're all racist fuck. <laughs> yeah. God, we got to do something about this guy. He's a Jesus. fucking Frenchy Jew. What yeah. do you expect? Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll see if he's on next week's episode. But until then, <laughs> see you. Oh.